jazz age living. Old fashioned simple, pizzazz ain't missing. Got the fat cats kissing the top. Bring the old age back. Welcome, welcome, welcome to episode 38 of the Sunday Punch Podcast. To my left, we have a guest. We just met him. Well, I just met him. The Your other intros day. are getting far too long. <laughs> we have got to start truncating these intros. <laughs> I met him for the first time the other night. I don't know about Sean. His name's John. I'm going to leave it to him to introduce himself. John, tell the people what you want. Hello, John. Know what's up? What's up? John Reen here. First time on the cast. Long time listener. <laughs> Super excited to break down the most important topics in sports and culture. <laughs> Let's go to work. Let's go to work. Bold move using the last name there, Throw John. in there. Well, he's a bold guy, <laughs> after all. And now our John, people know where to find him. John is dead in two weeks. <laughs> um, do you want to do any more background, or do you just want to go in as sports expert, I'll boxing? Let, I'll let people build the background through yeah. the stories. Okay, I like got that. it. So I did want to get... First impressions. It's it's rare you get to ask someone and force them to answer you, which is really the only reason why I started the podcast. But <laughs> we walk in to your apartment, a a gang of guys. Goons, really. There's really. there's four people walking into your apartment. First impressions. Yeah. So let's let's set the stage and add some context. So it's 2021. <laughs> We've just been through a pandemic for a year and a half. Things are opening up. People are starting to hang out. So we went from zero to 60 of, you know, hanging out with guys, FaceTiming friends across the country, you know, making microwave dinners to full-blown group of goons (laughs) hosting a party at my place. Yeah. So my first take was to take a step back. (laughs) Second take was, all right, these guys seem normal. They've got some chemistry. There's clear, distinct roles in the friend group. Oh, okay. I want to get into the roles. Yeah, I like this. Yeah. Um, you know, some names stick, some names are fleeting. Yeah. But, um, yeah, we had a good time. We had, we had a rap battle. We a had, cipher, if you um, will. A, a cipher. You know, guys were in and out, so yeah. to speak. <laughs> I might have cheated. I may have already had a rap planned. And, and this, this gaggle of goons, because our listeners will know these people, was, well, your co-host today. Adam yes. and Sean, yes. uh, Dirty Mike, a regular on the mm-hmm. podcast, and then Jazzy, self-proclaimed NBA expert who was right. visiting in from North Carolina. After about anywhere from two to 10 drinks at Happy Camper right. preceding the, our arrival, that's where we barge into John's... Talk about zero to 60. Talk John. about zero to 60. Flow Dude, state. People th- talk about the flow state. <laughs> I witnessed it. <laughs> the flow. Wait, what? What are you talking about? You don't know flow state? No. John, John break it down. So flow state... Premier athletes talk about it when they're training. And well, they have which a is long, why I've never heard of it. <laughs> yeah. So a, a, basically a long endurance event where you just stop thinking about the pain that you're in. Yeah. And you hit the flow state. Oh. Right. Endorphins are running. Right. The, the goons were in the flow state. Okay. Coming into my apartment. That's interesting. I, that sounds like a... There's a reason I haven't heard of it because it, it sounds more like a runner's thing. That oh, flow state. Right. Well, I, I think can you get to a flow state just doing bicep curls? I which is say, which is all I do. I won't say you can. <laughs> I, I've heard a lot of like like NBA players talk about it. like I was, I was in the flow state or you know you can be in the flow state during surgery. Right. You can be you know doing doctor right. things. Mm-hmm. Books on it, I think. Yeah, exactly. But yep. so so if bicep curls are where you find flow. Flow, man. Yeah. Well, you talked about roles, dude. What were the roles that you had assigned to us by the end? Obviously, leader. <laughs> Obviously, <Me>. disruptor. <laughs> yeah. You've you've got the energy guy, Adam. Got it. Okay, I'll take it. Checks out. I'll take it. Checks you've out. got the paternal 
uh, the, the, the grandfather. <laughs> I would say that's Sean. That's Sean. <laughs> yeah, for sure. What um, he means to say, <laughs> that's Sean, in any conversation where I take it too far, what he's trying to say is... You, you've got the nerd. <laughs> Dirty Mike. No, I was going to go J-Bone. J Jared. Well, also, ah, it's, that's a tough call. Good point. Yeah. They're okay, both which, one, which one was the Vanderbilt undergrad? That was, that was Jared. Yeah, he's the nerd. Thank you. Yeah, okay. Yeah, true. He, he dove straight into the machine learning <laughs> yeah. on the music mixing. <laughs> Didn't take long. Oh, man. He was talking about machine learning all weekend. You can't exchange a text with that guy these days without hearing about machine learning. Yeah. So th those are some of the rules. And, and then, what? Well, no, there's the fourth. Is there any? Dirty Mike. The, the dirty one. I would dirty Mike. So I, I had met Dirty Mike before. That's oh. true. So it, it wasn't the first impression, oh, which okay. is that, you know, super valuable, you know, shock factor. Hot take. Yeah. yeah. Hot take. So normal, normal dude. Good, good, good guy. Normal dude. Thank oh, you. okay. I'm the energetic one. <laughs> um, speaking of flow state. The cipher. <laughs> well, I was going to go a different route, but yeah, dude. So. What did you think about the cipher? Set set that context first, because so, John yeah, explain well, the cipher for the, for the listeners until where John gets it. I'll hand it off because we were in the Uber. Oh yes, and then me and uh, Jared were talking about doing a cipher at this party, which Sean was trying to convince us not to do because <laughs> the he's entire like, ride. guys, I, I really only told her I was like bringing one guy, I'm bringing all of you, and you're like really talking about like a rap cipher right now. It's it's kind of getting off the rails here. The and so, of course, me and Jared were like, no, no, we're doing a cipher, and then proceeded to say cipher 1,000 times <laughs> in the Uber. And then we're like already rapping like in the elevator up to John's, and Sean's like, guys, like seriously. <laughs> it's it's, it's a classic, don't do this. Well, that's the only thing I'm going to do now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, classic. So then we were like saying Cypher a lot. We're putting it in sentences while we're in John's apartment. And then finally, by the way, super cool setup with the music. Yes. So John had this, uh, what do you call turntable it? Turntable thing? Is it like a little turntable? DJ set. DJ set? Yeah. DJ set. But uh, that was really cool. How'd you get into that? Yeah. Yeah. Um, one of the cool things about grad school is you meet people from all over the world. Mm -hmm. So one of my best friends was European. And in Europe, this is like actually a very common thing. Like, like podcast. Tons of people have. <laughs> yeah. Tons of people DJ. Yeah. It's like the birthplace of electronic music and all that stuff. So he showed me a where, stuff. Where is? Uh, Europe in general. Just so Europe like, in general. Speci okay. like specifically like France, Germany. Okay. Like some of the OG clubs are over there. Mm -hmm. Right. So he explained to me the history of it. Like he had, you know, show me his catalog of music, show me how like straightforward it is right it's not rocket science and uh i had always been a fan of edm music so i was like wow this could be a really fun like hobby to get into right so it's pretty accessible it's not not expensive you kind of figure out your own way there's this like culture within mixing music of if you're not producing if you're not coming up with your own music just play whatever like you like yeah. play whatever the people want to hear there's there's no like unless you're creating something from scratch there's no like music shaming so it's like yeah just play whatever you want to play and you were doing a good job mixing like current songs in with each other now do, yeah. you, do songs just that like i saw you looking at like the yeah beats per minute is there just like some sort of math where you're like oh this this match up so whatever. there's like three golden rules of mixing right one is beats per minute how fast the song is playing. I love this structure. Three right. golden rolls of mixing. Yeah. All right. So beats per minute. That's that's number one. You can't play a song that's uh, Mariah Carey, you know, slow roll with, mm -hmm. I don't know, a super fast uh, 
Purple Sandstorm. disc on the machine. Sandstorm. Yeah. Sandstorm. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so they say plus or minus 10% on the beats per minute, right? Okay. And you can manually adjust that and sync up songs. So you can bring something up from 120 or down from 130 to make the match. Yeah. Right? People start to notice if you like change it too much. Right. Number but that two, could sound cool too, slowing it, down something like way can. slowed down. It can. And it gets really weird when you've got a song that's like 80 beats per minute and you're mixing it with a song that's 160. Yeah. Because technically that works. Oh, oh yeah. Right. Every other. Exactly. And so okay. like the way that a song is structured matters more than the actual number itself per se. Exactly. Right. Super cool. And so, all right. So that's golden rule one. Golden rule two is keys, right? There's this thing called the harmonic wheel and songs will clash hard if they do not, uh, or if they are not neighbors on the harmonic wheel. So I don't have it memorized, but basically you can go from one key I'll put it up. to I'll throw three. It up. Perfect. You can go from one key to three neighboring keys and it will sound like the songs go together from a like pitch perspective. That's not the right musical term and people are going to make fun of me for that. But <laughs> you get where it's going, right? Dude, our audience is like 16-year-old kids. They're, they're learning yeah, a lot. Our, audi- our audience they're is learning, learning a lot. Paul's audience. <laughs> yeah, right. so hey, I man, I'll take that, that audience every day of the week. The guy yeah. gets numbers. All right, so, John's keys. bringing up the key table, which looks complicated already. I'm going to give you a color version here. But it is, you know, it's Pride Month, so we got the rainbow key chord here. Well, it's not working, but I'll try again. Something, but trust something was right. Everybody trust Google the exists. harmonic wheel. Trust Google the harmonic wheel or something. Yeah. Okay, yeah. golden rule three. Golden rule number three is the actual beats of the song. So some are set up in 4-4 four, four beats, meaning there's like four core bars followed by a second group of four core bars and different beat the different songs will have different structures of this so it could be like three 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 whatever four 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 you have to match those up otherwise you're gonna have say you're mixing two songs starting on the first beat you're gonna have one cycle to its second you know iteration of beats yeah. while the other one's still in the first group okay. so that matters in terms of like the stage of the song so to speak so very interesting. Yeah, those three things, and then you just start throwing spaghetti at the wall, see what sticks. So you're in Europe. They're talking about it. You're like, I'm in. I like this. I was like, Hey, I, I like to party. I like, I like, I like I'm music. Cool this sounds like something that's straightforward enough I can pick up. And then you oh, just start. Oh, there you go. Yeah. So there's, there's the harmonic wheel. <laughs> so you can see anything in there. So say, say you're at noon on the clock, right? 12B. You can go to 1B, you can go to 11B, or you can go to 12A. Those wow. songs will sound very, very close to an E major song. Is there any like specific examples in like any popular songs that do a good job? Mm, I would have to look at the songs. I don't, what, I don't know if it, Okay, look, I'm going to Croatia. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm going. You like party. I'm this going, is happening. I'm going to defect it on a bachelor party. I only know like the pot, you know, the lame pop. I like how that is. Like someone becomes popular. They're lame now <laughs> because, you know, they're too popular. Too many people about. Um, right. It doesn't mean they're just really good at Being what Being popular doing. kills popularity. Yeah, exactly. What's a good, what should I get into before? What should be my training? I want to train but with some music. Okay. I guess I'd have to show you the lineup, but I bet you most of the people are so what, there. Well, <laughs> let me ask you a couple questions. When are you going to Croatia? August 3rd through the 11th. Okay, so definitely summer season. Yes. All right, so in Croatia, I don't know what your logistics are, 
but there's an island called Var. Okay. H-V-A-R. I'm writing it down. This place is like, you've heard of Ibiza. Ibiza. <laughs> Ibiza. I took a pill in Ibiza. Exactly. Congrats, Mike Posner, on to getting to the top Avicii of Everest. That was cool. <laughs> is um, Avicii, well, uh, R.I.P. 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 Great, great DJ, though. Wait, what uh, was it? Havar? H-V-A-R. I'm pulling, I think I'm pulling up a shot. it's pronounced Var. I'm pulling up a shot. But this is like one of the OG hashtag party islands in Europe. I wonder if this... Uh, if, they have live if, music if all defected, summer long. No, probably not, right? Well, let me look up Defected. Where I don't even know where it is. You can get to the, Var on a like ferry from Split. I, don't I know bet that's where it is. time in Split. See, like, look. Look. Look at this thing, man. Um, damn it. Where'd the picture go? Anyway, it's on a beach. This looks like it. You got, you got a bar? Defected. Uh, that looks like Split. That's so that's where I'm bar. flying into. Split. Oh, okay. I think that's Set Split. Said Var. But yeah. yeah, this is Split. Is it, is anyway, it, is I'm there? writing it down. Anyways, I'm going to yeah, go. Maybe that's Var. I'm going to go because we're not going to go to the Anyways, festival. The, f- the ferry itself is pretty dope. We're not going to go to the festival for like six straight days. We would die. Yeah. So what our plan is like, let's see what they release schedule wise. And then we'll go to like one day. And then the next day we'll just like do a little exploring. Yep. You know, and, uh, you know. As one does do, do when some, in Europe. Do some tourism stuff, you know, get some good food, blah, blah, blah. Then go back to the festival. Then do a, a nice another rest day. You know, we're getting older. We can't. <laughs> We can't, can't, be doing we can't it. roll like we used to. <laughs> We're drinking NA over here for a reason. <laughs> I went to Carol's Pub again last night, and I was like, I was feeling the way Sean was the first time we were there. I was like 930. I was like, it's time to go home. But I was like, push through, move <laughs> forward. Actually, I didn't feel that bad this morning. I think it, you got to keep it consistent. Whatever you're drinking, just drink that mm-hmm. consistently, and you'll be good. And I took, dude. Big public transportation guy now. <laughs> Tell I've, Hannah. I've learned um, the buses. This podcast I'm is brought to you by the CTA. At like 1 a.m., we went back on the Brown Line. Yeah. Yeah. Reliable. Amazing. Gotta love public transport. Yeah. So, John, before we move on to move topics, do you have two favorite songs that you love to mix? Like, do you have like... If you need a go-to, close it down, he didn't. Well, bangers. before you get that, he didn't, he didn't tell us any, any artists. Any artists? Yeah, like who's like your top, inspiration? Top three. Yeah, top I mean, three. like my favorite DJs, like old Martin Garrix, like 2016, 27 Martin Garrix, like probably the genesis of my passion for EDM is Martin Garrix's 2017 Tomorrowland set on YouTube. Oh, you that's can listen really good. to it right now. That's really right? good. So here's here's a little bonus nugget. At about 28 minutes into that video, <laughs> he plays a song with Ellie Goulding that had not been released yet. Ellie Goulding's production team got super pissed and would not let him release the song ever formally. So he had to re-record this song with some B-list voice. Like Ellie Goulding's like amazing, right? Yeah. Really? So he had to re-record this. And now the re-recorded song is what's on Spotify. And this one version of it with Ellie Goulding is probably the best EDM song of all time. Really? So you can only Literally. find it on YouTube. So the new one, you can only see it on YouTube, but it is still on YouTube. The new one doesn't capture the, the that. new one. Yeah. It's okay. the female vocals just half as good. I mean, it's still an amazing song. And, and EDM is better. Love, song is right? so far away. Martin Garrix. Look it up. So far away. I'll Martin Garrix. Yeah. Well, yeah, bring it up. Let's um, just react yeah, to it in, right now. In Martin Garrix. Okay. I've never heard of him. 
So he's like the little brother to David Guetta. Everybody's heard of David Guetta, mm-hmm. right? Sure. David Guetta's Love the OG, David Guetta. like him, like Tiesto, Calvin Harris. Those yeah. are like the big names from mm-hmm. like- Idris Elba. I don't know, peak. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He, his name sounds like an EDM artist. Um, I love that Idris Elba just like randomly is like, I, I watched a set. He was on top of some roof. Idris Elba just like- Just crushing. Was in the running for James Bond. Now he's like- <laughs> yeah, One second, he's saving What are they doing really, by the way? We're, we're watching them on YouTube- <laughs> Are they really making adjustments? Oh, no. So It's all a they, show, right? Yeah. So there's way too much going on that you can, like, screw up live. So they'll record it, the whole thing, and then they'll act like they're playing it live. But they know it, <laughs> they know it so well yeah. that, like, they, I mean, they're doing the motions. Yeah. But, yeah. It must be so so much it would be nice. what they were doing. They, yeah. I mean, and it varies by artists. Some will just record the whole thing and just let it play. Yeah. Others will actually... Bring in the songs, but the effects are already set. Okay. Oh, nice. Yeah. So that makes sense. Because I, I, whenever I'm watching, I'm like, what? What is the adjustment being made yeah. right now? Yeah. No, they'll use like you music production like, software. <laughs> they put lasers in <laughs> laser sounds. See, the lighting is the whole thing. That's like the mood, the energy. Yeah. It yeah. changes everything. You can play a shitty set. Have Twenty eight minutes. Lighting, Twenty eight minutes in. We're we're here. We're gonna we're uh, gonna do. I think it's Twenty eight forty five. We're gonna wow. I hope it's the exact number that he just said. That's how affecting this music is. Oh, you that, talk that, about that, into yeah, the that girl's music. in the that girl's in the flow state right now. <laughs> <laughs> Artificial flow state. All right, we're gonna we're gonna react to Martin Garrix. Live at Tomorrowland Live 2017. At and we we've scrolled forward to a 20... Sunday punch first. We're gonna react to a video <laughs> earlier on. Twenty right. So it's gonna start coming out of a song. Lights. Yeah. Flow state. Oh, she is in a major flow state. Yeah. You ever seen 200,000 people on Molly? <laughs> this, this is the... All right, this is the turn. After... It's got it's got one more drop, and then it goes into the next song, and it's the next song. Oh, uh, the drop's coming. This is going to be me, dude. <laughs> Yeah. All right. So this is like ultra high energy, right? He's got to bring it down a little bit. But this is when he plays brand new song. This this sent shocks through the EDM <laughs> through music the scene world. <laughs> through the world. Twitter yeah. all broke down for I, ten seconds. I don't seconds. want to overstate things, but this changed everything. <laughs> <laughs> the drop heard around the world, if you will. <laughs> this changed everything. What I like is if he kept this intensity up, half the people would just die yeah. of a heart yeah. attack. Yeah. So he yeah. has to bring it down. That's that's. All right. Here we go. Here we go. Yeah, all right, so this is the only version of this song with Ellie Golding. Yo, Tomorrowland 2 is ready for some brand new music! I cried the first time I heard it. <laughs> <laughs> this changed everything. And this song next, I did it by myself. I did it with a good friend of mine, so make some noise for David Gettler! Tomorrowland, we're one big family! <laughs> <laughs> Adjustments are yeah, being see, made. You can see in the video, they're not doing anything. The so wait, this is Nelly Golding. Not yet. Not she comes yet. in. Yeah, you'll know when Nelly Golding comes in. How she 
flipping is so good. I don't know if this would technically be called a duet. Dude, that looks dope. That looks really cool. Yeah. So this is a very, very slow EDM song. It's like a ballad. This is Ellie. I really like this. Yeah, very clearly Ellie Goulding. Oh man, dude. a lot of yeah, a lot of babies bumps. being 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 made after this one. Goosebumps. What? <laughs> Here it goes again. This is when half the audience's heads explode. Oh, it is nice. I mean, what are... Yeah, so this is the only version of that song that exists. It's like a two-hour fireworks display. Yeah. As they go in light show, right? Yeah. The, the stages year to year are wild. Where is Tomorrowland? It is in Boom, Belgium. Boom, Belgium. Wow. Highly ironic. Boom, Belgium. Well, Boom, we just changed Belgium. the world again. <laughs> It's kind of like that Normani song we missed in 2019. Yeah, right. We missed that one from 2017. Thanks, John. Thanks, John. Yeah. That was dope. So, is Tomorrowland on the bucket list? I, I might die if I go to Tomorrowland. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, it would be it would be sweet. They used to do it in the U.S. It was called Tomorrow World, I think. But not. I mean, they couldn't they couldn't get enough people. Really? Yeah. To play so like, or just go mm, or both. both? I think yeah. both. But like. The culture over there is way more into this stuff. Yeah. Oriented towards it, for sure. Yeah, people like Thomas Rhett. Sorry, she, was in, the, she was in that flow state, dude. I'm sweating. She was in that flow state. <laughs> you were in that flow state. I was, I was sweating. <laughs> I'm sweating. The the song blasted Sean's face. Well, I, I, I just feel bad. Like, Ellie must have been like, they released it? Yeah, well, like, what was her? Like, you think she was just watching YouTube and saw it and was like, what the fuck? Get my agent on the phone. <laughs> so this is one of those, like, I would pay money to know what actually yeah. happened. Because, like, Ellie Goulding, A-lister, David Guetta, Martin Garrix, yeah. they're clearly A-listers. Yeah. That fight behind scenes to uh, never get it released. Oh, yeah. In oh, any, yeah. In any, I mean, and that's, that's the best song he's ever made. Yeah. Like, by far, like, in what, my what, opinion. What were the texts like? Wow, seriously, bro? <laughs> I bet you it was a call. He never told her he was going to play it. Yeah. When you get to that A-list level, John, you, you don't ask for yeah, yeah. That's right. That's right. <laughs> you just move forward. Speaking of that flow state that chick was in, mm -hmm. can we completely shift gears here? Because uh, LeBron James was not in that flow state when he mm -hmm. lost mm -hmm. to the Phoenix Suns. Which I I bet on the Lakers. I hate them so much that I wanted a win-win, no matter what. Yeah. If they win, you, you, you I win money. You emotionally hedge out. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Smart. No, Smart. I, hedge my bets. Completely. And rational. I thought there would be like I'm a big conspiracy guy. I thought there'd be some uh, <laughs> now NBA. We're talking. I'd be. I thought there'd be some NBA shenanigans. Such as. I thought LeBron was gonna have like 30 foul. 
foul shots or something. We now go best of nine. <laughs> he gets two more chances. Right. He's got, he's got like Adam that. Silver on speed dial. He could, but he could pull I'll that I'll tell off. you what I did not expect. And I also thought, you know, shout out, my bad. He's watching. Uh, Anthony Davis was really hurt. We we kind of called him out in our last episode as saying he's a phony hurt yeah, person. Yeah. Well, when you cry wolf so many times. It's hard to know. AD or LeBron? AD. AD. Well. Well, yeah. <laughs> Fair LeBron, points. LeBron does, does it quite quite uh, consistently as well. But no, dude, AD, I don't know if you watched the game at all, but AD came in for like a minute and then immediately was like, it's not happening. I can't do this. Yeah. yeah. No. And so I guess like to me, I was like, if there's going to be some NBA conspiracies, it would be like with with AD healthy. I think there would have been a game seven. But good for the fucking Suns, man. Devin Booker went off. Good to see CP3 Can, advancing. Do you remember a bigger turnaround in a franchise in like under 12 months than the Suns? No. That's they, what happens when you sign CP3, dude. That's a great point. In the bubble, they went 8-0. Almost made it into the bubble. Yeah, last year. I think that was the, the that was the start, yeah. right? And then this add CP three, mm-hmm. another year for Aiden Booker, mm-hmm. the blue chips, and then all of a sudden they're one of the top teams. Yeah, and on the opposite end, I think the Lakers are fucked. I, I mean, they, they're, they're they've got some locker room scenario. stuff going on too. I saw Dennis Schroeder was changing his Instagram profile and getting like yelled at. By, oh, really? Yeah, I don't know if it was LeBron, but he he like scrubbed his whole really? online presence of Lakers stuff, so he might be out. Well, he wants a hundred million. Yeah, that I, guy. No, so I was in Atlanta when he originally came over from Germany, uh-huh. and like the, oh, the, yeah, the Schroeder. Al Horford, Paul Millsap, Jeff Teague, yeah. Kyle Korver <laughs> roster. Yeah. <laughs> He was on that, and he was like 21. I was like, this guy's the best player on this team, but he's 21. Yeah. He's German, mm-hmm. and he can't shoot. But, yeah, his career's come full circle. That was, a, that was a fun team. We've talked about that team many times on this cast. That was like the team that no one averaged more than like 17 points. Ex- yeah. yeah, yeah. But exactly. they found a way like, but they were like Atlanta's yeah. a very poor sports town, but they were, they were really into it mm-hmm. at that point. We're going to jump to Atlanta again because now – they're they're looking pretty good again. They play today. They're looking pretty good again. They they play today. Um, but mm. I do want to just finish that point. The Los Angeles Lakers. What what do you do if you're them? I mean, best case scenario, Anthony Davis stops getting hurt. Like you can't trade. You got no cap room. You don't got any first round picks to like do anything. It's with. all about health. Yeah, they they can get AD and LeBron, who will never be the same. Back. Not in a flow state either. LeBron was asking out of the game. Multiple times. Was he really? I didn't, I didn't see that. See that yeah, he, he was, was like, I need, I need like two minutes. And so he'd sit out two minutes and come back in. I'm like, that's not a good sign. Unless he was Yikes. doing his classic LeBron thing of he kind of sees the map. And he's like, we're not going to win. So I'm not going to try not gonna that hard. Yeah. yeah. That way. I he's can. been known to manage the narrative. Yeah. <laughs> Massage yeah. it. I'm surprised. Bit, if necessary. I'm surprised in the post game, uh, you know. Good for him. He didn't mention anything. He this is classic LeBron to like come out in the post game and be like, well, you know, I I was like, you know, just like a like a giant like cast on his like ankle or something. Be <laughs> yeah. like, well, I could barely move out he's, there. He's the quintessential no excuses butt guy. <laughs> yeah. He's a, dude. Right. He's a drama queen. And like anyone that says any different. Plus, I loved it, dude. Talk about a quick turnaround. This series was a quick turnaround. Mm. Three games ago. He was doing the backup with the whole bench, doing the backup, making fun of the Suns. Yeah. And then ever since that time, 
Suns just said, nah, fuck it. Hey, well, and they got lucky with the Anthony Davis thing, but Devin Booker just went full flamethrower. I, I don't know. I mean, Anthony Davis seems to be getting hurt for longer periods of time at shorter intervals every single season. They put a weird like graphic up for him. It was like all of his injuries throughout the year. It was like two like four columns like two, two sides of the screen <laughs> at this point he's a walking heap of like soft tissue <laughs> tendon like sagging from his team. like seven one frame yeah. now what is can that what is that because there seems to be guys that are just injury prone does he need to do something different training wise like does he need to hire new trainers is a new medical staff like what's the problem or is it just that's a good bad question. luck i i would wonder if his if his injuries are overuse or just he had an acute injury that has just not been healing so has he just like overused his knees and then there's nothing left in the meniscus and now it's bone on bone he's on he's in pain every week or if it's like hey i like strained that hamstring or i strained that groin muscle and didn't really give it time to heal you know yeah. what, how much this is cumulative damage versus i just didn't give that one hit a chance to heal and only his trainers will have the insight on that but it's it's not good he's, he's in for a long off season he's only 28 from 28 my perspective he's, he's got the best trainers they know yeah what's going on there if it's not the lakers it's lebron's trainers because he's yeah has the best in that stuff and i don't think he can stay in one piece yeah i don't think i don't see it like Again, then next year maybe he has the best year of his life and they win the chip. Well, I, what, what, but they're not going to get anyone. I, what my point is, there's no savior coming to town for Lakers fans. Okay, they, they like to talk about this Damian Lillard scenario. Never ever going to happen. Just not how Dame works. Never, not how he works. He's got two years on his deal, fifty-four million owed to him. The 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 Blazers overpaid the fuck out of it because they love him and he loves them. Mm-hmm. Never gonna happen. Never gonna go to the Lakers. Can I can I add one thing to that? Yeah. If you're a free agent, why would you want to go to the Lakers? What's what's the upside? I don't know. I see uh if I'm a if I'm a guy like Damian Lillard, am I like demanding the trade now to be like, I want to go play with that 38-year-old and the <laughs> other guy who's like he's, Mr. Glass? He himself <laughs> has said he won't he will never be the same. I'm not right. gonna I like I didn't understand that statement. What was the point? What was the end game other than setting up an excuse for yourself? Because it doesn't look good to free agents coming in. If he's trying to recruit Steph and he's like, well, I'll never be 100% again. Why would I want to play with you then? I don't think anybody wants to play with LeBron anymore. I think they think that's just, it's the antics. And I I wonder, depending on what he sees in AD in the offseason, if he starts going, we got to go shop around. And if they find like, because I think they're going to see like, Dame's going to be like, nah, man, like Clay, nah. Dame would have Steph, to demand nah. a trade. Yeah. There might be a shift in the NBA happening, swinging back from the best players just wanting to play together to superstars that stay in the same city. Just so I'm thinking of like at the top right now, you have guys like Dame Lillard, Steph Curry, Luka. Giannis. Luka. I'm going to put Luka, Luka in there. I yeah. mean, the Joker. I agree. Can you right? picture Luka on any other team? Like, do you think he's going to jump? Not really. No. No. I mean, I know he's super young in the Mark NBA. Mark Cuban like, would never let him. Yeah. Like, would never let him go. I, I think John, John's got a good point, which is like, we're, I think it's this like kind of older guard. It's a different speaking. generation. Yeah. And they, they just want to be like, I'm here, my city. There's, there's just more to it. Like moving around, it kind of just, it waters down the success versus like, I went up against their guy, like, like, like Giannis and uh, Durant. It's like, they're going to go head to head. Yeah. And th- 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 that's cool. People like that. People want to see that. And it's like, even if James Harden won this year, would you be like, I mean, legacy-wise, would you be like, oh, 
No. Well, James Harden is like one of the best. Ever. I mean, he every is, cha- every championship is great, but it's, like, but it's completely different. Yeah. If Dame right now was able to carry his team to out of the West and win the championship versus the Nets, I, yeah, it would be Harden's first championship, yeah. right? So like, it would be Dame's and Harden's both both their first champion. It was com- completely different. Yeah, I mean, I like what Devin Booker's doing. I loved his attitude. I don't you. I don't know if you watched. I watch every second of a Lakers loss. <laughs> At the end of the game, and Chris can say whatever the fuck he wants, but I saw it happen. Dude, Devin Booker, they were up by 13 with like 20 seconds to go. Devin Booker got it and dunked the fuck out of the ball and then looked at the Lakers like, what? What? Yeah. yeah. That's what da- so. dating a Kardashian will do to you. <laughs> right. It'll Absolutely. give you irrational confidence. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. <Come get> me. <laughs> um, the Speaking of the... Uh, irrational ju- speak, We can move on from Lakers. Lakers are in major trouble. Just saying. I don't think he's going to hit the Jordan yeah, you, 6. You don't want to be on that ship when it goes down. No. no. <sighs> Talk about drama central with LeBron. Not be good. Looking, looking for the finger yeah. to point. Unless he's just like not Get to not, not to labor <laughs> on LeBron, but unless he's like the third bet, unless he does something else. But do you see? I don't see him leaving LA, and it's like at that point it would be like LeBron's the third best guy on our team. He's forty and he gets another ring. I don't see him catching Jordan right now. Do you think? Do you think LeBron no. just ends it at one point, or does he do like kind of the Vince Carter play out, where he just keeps his just play keeps style get, doesn't age well? He just get, keeps getting rotated around. I know. I like, don't think he, so. I don't think he'll be rotated, but he might play a long time. He's going to try and play with his son, I think, who's like a sophomore in high school right now or something like that. Maybe wow. a junior. Adam and I were speaking. I think that's his goal. It was either Adam and I or Jazzy and I were speaking, and there was like a year ago where all you could see was Bronny Jr. Like on the ESPN.com. He yeah. and like Zaire Wade, like, oh, look how good they are. Look how much they're playing. All kind of gone they're away. Yeah. All kind of gone away. I don't think they're doing that well. I don't think they're that good. I don't think they're playing that well. And that, that imagine that pressure. That would yeah. I suck. feel bad for that kid. I, I mean, feel bad for him too. I, if I was Bronny, I, I, he I just guess, wants to play Fortnite. I guess. Right. You, right. I guess you would think to yourself, I'm trying to get into my inner 16 year old. <laughs> Flow state 16. <laughs> Flow state 16. Would you think I have the best basketball teacher ever? I want to be a basketball player. Or would you think this is going to be what you would never think that as a 16 year old, but, but it is the reality. This is going to be so much pressure. I'm just going to do something completely different. I'm not yeah, even going to touch your best. What, what, realistically, what are the odds that you're going to be better than the second best player of all time? Yeah. He's your dad. You, you would, the Very only thing low. that would matter is, do you love basketball? Yeah. If you love basketball, you would play it regardless of like right. the outcome. If you don't love it to that degree, you're not going to be better than your dad. You're right. And you're going to disappoint people. So why would you even? Yeah. And you're going to have to like, deal with that constant hate. I feel bad for him. I do too. I oh, his prediction is go to Duke. It's it's it's, it's like no no leading, no leading experts agree with this. I got twenty four seven sports pulled up just to see what the commentary is in him. But all the interest in the top schools are listed as cool, not hot, just cool interest. Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't. I guess I don't. I don't watch any. You know, I, I guess you just have high to go ball. off their ranking. I don't know. Right? You've got to be like Zion in high school to get to pull any sort yeah. of like to get noticed. Yeah. Right. I mean, you watch like those all American like McDonald's like all star games with the high school kids, and it's like all of those guys are amazing. So mm-hmm. then it's like I don't know. 
you know, I don't see it. We'll see where he ends up. We'll see where he ends up. Anyway, you guys mentioned uh, James Harden. You get a chance to watch the Milwaukee Bucks-Nets game last night? I did. James, really good game. James Harden left immediately. 49 40, seconds. 40-some seconds. 40 in, seconds, yeah. yeah. Doesn't bode well for Milwaukee that so probably the second-best player leaves and you still lose by 15. That, you teed me up perfectly. Would you rather lose Harden, Kyrie, or Durant? I think we all agree that Durant's the best. Kyrie. I'd you, you would lose. drop Kyrie yeah, and because, Harden. Because right and, now, the way it's currently constructed, James Harden's making all the decisions. As I, I, I agree with that. I'm, yeah. on that. I'm on that side. So Plus, lose, uh, Kyrie, he kind of disappears some games, right? So James Harden's, at least when he's not hitting his shot, is still distributing. Go ahead. No, I, I like watching Kyrie play a little more because I, I just love watching his handles yeah. so much. So he's, I think for me, he's more enjoyable to watch when he's playing like on tilt. But I think from the team balance perspective and game management, James Harden makes more sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Higher, higher floor yeah. outcome. Yeah. So Agreed. what? What are I not to be overreaction central here? But overreaction Sunday. Well, overreaction <laughs> Sunday. But what are your initial thoughts on that series? Because now I'm like watching it. I'm like, yeah. Uh, I don't see this Milwaukee team. I would. I went so, in with confidence, okay. and I know it's in Brooklyn, but it's like I just I don't see it. So I think it goes minimum six games. Milwaukee didn't shoot well at all. They were yeah. just cold. Three yeah. for and twenty it, or it, something. Like in the end, it wasn't close, but it was close the entire time until like midway through the fourth quarter. Pretty sure. Yeah, yeah. It's it. You, you, it yeah, it was. You're they'll right. They'll get a game or two of hot shooting for sure. Mm-hmm. They have good shooters. Giannis, he's what twenty six now, twenty seven <sighs> at this point. Like he's he's going to be amazing. Yeah, I, he I think it goes me. six or seven With, games, but I think the Nets ultimately will pull it out. Yeah. I don't love the the foul shooting is bad from for Giannis. Oh yeah, well you, for Giannis specifically, but you know, I mean, Chris Middleton's good, but even everybody else is kind of yeah. like whatever. Yeah, and then like the Nets on the opposite end in the Boston series went like twenty six for twenty six at the line. Yeah, they don't, like they don't never mess. miss. They don't mess. I mean, those are free points that like you know they yeah. swing games. Those Blake swing Griffin. Games. Well, like Blake Griffin's playing like that. He fucking packed yeah. his yeah. lunch yeah. pail and went to work. <laughs> yeah, I was calling that guy hot pasta like t- three weeks ago. I thought, dude, he had a Ty Lue step done. over, and then out of nowhere, this is why I hate, kind of. Well, I do. I hate the Nets. It's like <laughs> it's like Blake Griffin. Like you were filters are off. You right. were like LeBron James acting in Detroit. Didn't dunk for a year. Just looked like couldn't figure it out. Was like injured as fuck. And then he gets to the net. Suddenly he's like, last night, what do you have? Like twenty three? I don't know. I, I, it was he was, he, he was a shot. significant role player. Yeah, he was diving for balls. Right. Like he, right. Has, he, he he didn't do that in prime Blake Griffin years. No. He's like really motivated. All of I a mean, sudden. if he's doing that, they're in major trouble. What is the? Is there any early prognosis on James Harden? Uh, I think he has a torn hamstring. No, it was MRI. I haven't seen. I haven't seen torn. I, I mean, that is out. You're out. It was the no, same no, one sorry. that Just he injured. injured during the season. So, like, all I, we know is injury. I yeah. would say best case, he's back for the finals. Yeah. Well, and then if you know what, if the Nets, if the Nets win, it's like, is this the end of like constructing a team? Out of defense in mind, like with the Bucks, it's like, oh, their defense is so good. If the Nets win, is that done? Are they, is every team just going to switch to we I, need firepower? I don't know. I mean, so Durant's probably the best offensive player in the history of the NBA. Yeah, Harden is top ten. Yeah, history of the NBA. Kyrie, 
is he's way better offensively than he is defensively. So, like, I guess that's a good question. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. Like, if they if the Nets just go ahead and smoke them, smoke smoke <laughs> Philly, then go and smoke. Uh, yeah. Well, we'll get the to this. We'll get yeah. to this. But I'm going with. Denver in the finals. Are you taking Uh-oh. Denver all the way? Wait, preview. You were all about Phoenix. I know. I'm all. Yeah, I'll explain it later. It but the point is that they smoke Denver in the finals. Is it just like, well, this is the NBA there's, now? There's nobody you in the West that would either the Bucks or the Nets. Just I don't been, think there's anybody else. What about even the Sixers? Depends the on Embiid. Depends on Embiid. Right, like they're a complete yeti. I have no idea what to expect from them. That's another defensive team. So that's my point. If they smoke Milwaukee as a defensive team, they smoke another defensive team, and then they'll take care of whoever's. Does, does the NBA just become every game is like the All Star game? Like no one plays defense, just tries a- to and they don't each play other. with each other the entire season. So forget mm. about going to a game in the regular season because right. right. the players aren't going to, the superstars aren't going to play anymore. They're going to load manage until the yeah. playoffs. I mean, I mean they. They played eight games together, and they're yeah. doing this. It's wow. wild. Wow. Dude, even when the Heat got together initially, remember, like, they are like 15 and 15 to start. Yeah. Like, they weren't that good. They I, needed to gel. So I think the one thing that goes against this is in New York, nobody cares about the Nets. Like, they all love the Knicks. I completely agree with you, although when I was walking over here, I did just see one guy with a Nets a shirt on. Nets. <laughs> Not a jersey. That's been in the closet shirt. for yeah. decades. Yeah, that's, that's been hanging out for a long time. <laughs> but how many holes? Literally, right. literally. You, how many holes? You watch the game last night, and it's like, like people are just like, oh, okay. Oh yeah, yeah. Kevin Durant yeah. made another jumper, dude. In New York, their heads are exploding when Julius Randle does anything. <laughs> right. That sure. they'll they'll never have the city. They'll never have the support base. But there's also like. The question of do they even care about that? Like, I think Durant is a really interesting example. He's been on a number of podcasts, and you can tell that all he cares about is basketball. All he cares about is championships. He doesn't care about fan support. He like trolls people. He mm-hmm. he has this like weird, I don't give a fuck personality. Mm-hmm. All he cares about is basketball. So if that's like what ultimately shakes out in the NBA, and then he has the respect of his peers. That's all that that's yeah. He he wouldn't care. We had if people I, I didn't can't support him. I believe that he wouldn't be watching. He loves basketball, so he knows he's watching the other games. Wouldn't be watching the Knicks and be like, that'd be kind of yeah, cool. that'd be cool. Yeah, that'd yeah. Be kind yeah. Of cool. I, I I I do think they're like, man, we should have gone to the Knicks instead of the Nets. <laughs> well, and, and, and he got to feel that when he was out in, in the Bay. I mean, he got to feel that when he was yeah, out in right. Oracle. And the Knicks were and, like, such those, a like, mess bang, at that point. Like, you know, like let let the let the wrist hang, like yeah. three pointers and Oracle explodes. Yeah, like exactly. I, that's that that's gotta Going be from high. That to that's the hard Nets, to get. Gotta be yeah. like, oh, this is whatever. Such a swing. I well, and, and we were speaking on a previous episode, I think, about embracing the villain role mm-hmm. but but what kind of villain role you embrace like the trey young like trash talk like villain role i yeah. I, I really like that person like yeah. just that what he does but durant embraces like a very different villain role which is kind of like i'm just here to like steal your lunch money it's <laughs> you <know>? sinister <laughs> right it's i know that i'm better than you i don't care what the fans think mm-hmm. like trey is <laughs> trying to do it for like yeah the energy and like it. the you know screw you i'm the new kid on the block yeah. and like feed off that durant's like if this was an empty arena, I would still take your lunch money. I don't care which yeah, one okay. it is. Okay. And I don't need your lunch money. And it, <laughs> just, right. so you, just so you can't have it. But does he right. secretly care? Because he did have burner accounts. So that would mean to me that he cares about 
himself. I think he's grown out of that. I think I, that's definitely his story. Yeah. The whole like, okay, see, you left that. Like, he chose to just go. You, yeah. you bought championships. You went Thanos. Mm-hmm. Full Thanos. <laughs> yeah. I think he's. I think he's over that. I think he's. I don't know. I'm, I'm also a big Durant fan. I like. Yeah, I like. You know, his game is. I was watching last night. I was like, yeah. I mean, when he wants to, you cannot stop him if he wants to take right. a shot. And he's going to get it all. He's going to get because it because he's taller. And there's only been one year when he was the only superstar. Was, I think 2014. OKC. He averaged like 33, nine, and seven, and like he wasn't even taking that many shots. Like, yeah. He's never really like Efficiency unloaded just, it. Right. I mean, he, he could be 35, 40 a game if oh, he wanted sure. to. If he wanted to. Yeah, definitely. Um, let's jump to Denver because I did mention it. I you think they're going? like the robot. Dude. <laughs> I too. like the Slovenian <laughs> robot. The Joker. Jokic, dude, is... I've, fu- I've fucked with him on prior episodes. He's increasingly becoming my favorite player. He's unflappable. Yeah. He, he, you, you can't rattle that guy. And he moves at like what looks like 0.8 speed to everybody <laughs> else. And so they're almost like they've over like gone for the block. They've like think he's going to cross and he does it. And they like fall over their feet, try to guard him. And he's like a he's really standing hard guy there to watch. and he's like, he's like, I have seen 18 <laughs> different scenarios already of how this play is going to go. Can I have another high knee zero? Of course, John. Yeah. Um, so here's a, maybe a stretch of a segue. Yeah. Joker moves abnormally, right? He's different. His yeah. whole, everything about him is completely different, but it's successful. What if this is going to be Logan Paul's strategy <laughs> going into the Mayweather fight? As in, this guy's only boxed professional boxers who move a specific way and are trained a certain way. Right. This guy's just going to come right. in like a wrecking he's ball. Gonna lo- he's going to lose his timing. What, what, like what is that the strategy? Was that good? Yeah, it was very good. Sean, can I have one? All right. What's it called? Americana. An Americana. We're drinking Americanas on Sunday punch. Campari. Campari. Vermouth. And, uh, yeah, thanks to Sean for the hosting. Club soda. Club soda. We had a good drink last night watching, watching the Belmont. Uh, of course, Patrick came again. He was like, I need the Belmont drink, which is called the Jewel. And uh, it's bourbon, lemonade, and pomegranate juice. Dangerously close to the mint julep that the Kentucky Derby is known for. That's close to the mint julep? In terms of like name, like literal name. Oh. Jewel julep. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Whereas the Preakness is the old black-eyed Susan. Oh, I've never had one, have you? Well, last time we went, we are like... My buddy Patrick is just like he'll just ask whatever, and to and the bartender's like, "What is that?" He's like, "It's the Preakness drink," and he was like, "Here's the phone. Go ahead and make it." <laughs> uh, I forget what's in the Black Eyed Susan's very good though. Um, I think there's like orange shoes. I don't know. I don't want to look it up. I, we've done it on previous shows. Just go back and watch. Yeah, anyway. Do we bring it back to the Joker? <laughs> yeah, that's all right. I was trying to get back. I was trying to get back. Um, but we'll get into Logan Paul and Jake Paul and boxing in general. But let's get back to the Joker because um, this Denver team, to me, has a very Mavs 2011 vibe when – Marion, Dirk, Terry. It's like they just figure you out and they're Berea. not gonna, they're not Berea, they're not gonna wow you, but they have the guy, right? 
whereas Mavs had yeah. Dirk. Yep. And I will even say, call it slander, I think the Joker right now is better than Dirk was then. I think that's a reasonable thing to say. Here's the wild card. Michael Porter Jr. MPJ. MPJ. I liked his game in the last series, He could go, he could go series, for 20-plus right. a game, or he could get benched for, like, mouthing off to the coach. He does He does have a uh, a shot selection problem, problem <laughs> where you can see Joker is like, he's, he's what the irrational are you confidence doing? Guy. Yeah, but you kind of need that, right? Yeah. And he's big. He's, he's good enough where they'll let him get away with some of that, but if he's yeah. cold, they're like, all right. Exactly. But I, so he's got, I'll, I'll admit, versus Phoenix, he's going to have to have a big series. So is that the next matchup? Yeah. Okay. I love Phoenix. I, I really do. I just, the Joker, the computer Aiden, that they have. Aiden will not know what to do with the Joker. <laughs> the eight, Aiden is going to have major problems. That's what, that's what I think yeah. is the key matchup. Yeah. And the other key matchup is MPJ. Is he hitting his shot? And then you got Austin Rivers, who randomly will have like another irrational is confidence. Trevor Ariza guy. play for the Suns? No, no. no. Trevor Ariza is on some other terrible team. I'm trying to think of matchups. That'll be a really good. That'll be a really good series. Well, let's do the let's do the breakdown here. I'll do the Suns Nuggets uh, roster check. Yeah. All right, we got. Uh, actually, I'll just go to. Uh, I want to even type in roster. Here we go. We're going to have Phoenix. Ready? Devin Booker, Chris Paul, Aiton, Crowder. Crowder. That's the guy who they're going to put against. And then Macau Bridges. And then Macau Bridges. Right. Then you got Denver. And they got Jokic. <laughs> The old 30-year-old rookie, Composo. Composo. Um, MPJ, Aaron Gordon. So, oh, Aaron, right, so right, it's right, going right, to be Aaron right, Gordon right. Crowder. Okay, yeah. So that'll be a big matchup, too. It's really Is who he, wins these matchups, and I just think one, one of them has a basketball computer, <laughs> and the other almost has one with Chris Paul, but his shoulder issue and— I really like the dirt comparison. He's like Dirk, Dirk, this, except, Dirk he, except, he, except he's a better passer. Right. Worse shooter, but yeah. Worse shooter, but I think that equals out, and I'd still give the slight edge to Joker. Yeah. What I liked about Same that— Same defensively. Mm-hmm. What I liked about that old um, Mavs team, 2011. Yeah. Is that they beat LeBron James, and it made me— They did. —very excited. But, but they, they were kind of one of these teams that was like death by a thousand Sexually. Like you had, you had some guy who could, who could hit you kind of any time, but then they had like these other guys who would just like— yeah, they Sean Marion, right? They, like, they they just get buckets. They just hip, get points. Hip fire, yeah, yeah. literally. Right. <laughs> yeah, right. You had old Jason Kidd, like yeah. you know, leading the charge. Oh yeah, Jason gosh, Terry. Who, Jason Terry's wasn't an all star, but Jason Terry's pretty good. I mean, yeah. he could hit a shot, man. The Jet. Yeah, that was that, that was that was a great the, year in the NBA because that was supposed to be LeBron's. Yeah. coming of age, uh-huh. right. like you just squatted up with Wade and Bosh yeah. and. That was a really, really good year. It was a good humility check. Yeah. He he didn't listen, but it was a good humility check. Yeah. Actually, Chris Bosch was on a podcast the other day and was talking about that and how it like that loss fueled him. He was like, you know, certain guys react certain ways. He was like, when we lost, I just knew I had to 
win the next year mm-hmm. and just which they almost lost again i like how we just gloss over just like yeah, it was close yeah san antonio was up like five points at 30 seconds to go and that was when chris bosh got the rebound mm-hmm. threw it out to ray allen right yeah they beat the thunder in there somewhere so i get the years mixed up but the I, so i, I think was, that was the next year so i was in arkansas undergrad and everybody was in oklahoma city thunder fan mm-hmm. right because this was like durant at 22 russ at 21 <laughs> harden at 21 guys are like grilling out playing Such xbox ballers. with each other yeah. right like they're children <laughs> and they get to the finals that was an incredible year i think Compazzo annoys the fuck out of chris paul why because that's just who he is. He's that guy. <laughs> he's that annoying guy. He, first of all, he's he's a, Chris Paul to Chris Paul. He's the, he, Right. He's a 30-year-old rookie hustle guy. He's replacing Jamal that's Murray. That's how I play. Just a hustle guy. Yeah. Little talent. But he's like, dude, even I know Lillard had like 55 points, but you could tell Damian Lillard was even like, this guy is so annoying. Yeah. And, I, and Chris is, Paul is doesn't have that Patrick fire. Is he the new Patrick Beverly? Is he the new Patrick Beverly? He might yeah. be. I don't know. I, I, you know, we can that only games, we, that game sevens today. I yeah, think. we can only Clips talk in generalities about that one. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, he's, he's kind of between. I think I, I, I don't know. I want to stay away from. I almost bet it. I want to stay the far, far away as possible from the the, <laughs> the Clippers and the Mavericks. They're too unpredictable. I don't know what's going on anymore. No so one's won you, a home you, game. Yeah. Do you guys have Mavs or Clips fans that you know? I, I know some Mavs fans. I know some Mavs. I don't know any Clippers. I don't know any Clippers fans. Same. Um, the Mavs fans are like, no, we're gonna lose. Like this really? is classic Mavs. Like really, yeah. And that Even was with that Luka? was after game three, so they were still up two one. Because I think if I remember right, they went up two zero, and then Clippers won two, and then it's been a little back and forth. They were like, yeah, no, we like not feeling confident. Like they want to trade Porzingis. Apparently, he's hot he's, take. He's garbage. Yeah, hot take. Apparently, Luca hates Porzingis. Chris really? Stapps? And you, yeah, exactly. <laughs> KP. Chris Tapps. And and, and and you to keep Luca, you you do what it takes. <laughs> so we were talking trade scenarios for where could you dump Porzingis and who could you get for him? L.A. You can't get dump him anywhere. Another guy with millions of dollars on. Yeah, give him to L.A. Let's see what happens yeah. in that experiment. Remember, um, yeah, <laughs> remember, remember when Chris Tapps was like that bar fight a while no. ago? He was in Europe and like came out, oh, like was all yeah. like bloodied and beat up. And it was like, he's never been the same. Chris Tapps, what are you doing? He, dude, remember he was in New York and everyone thought he was like the next mm-hmm. like Dirk and was like, this guy's a unicorn. He's seven. He was, he was like, I remember, would you rather have Giannis or Chris Tapps conversations? Right. Because they're both that same like vintage. Most people were taking Chris Tapps. Really? If, well, you, well, if you've watched the series at all, ago. he is like, I, he's completely he's useless a ghost, to yeah. me. I mean, I wouldn't <laughs> yeah. pay him a dollar. Like, he can't guard. He's averaging like 13 points a game yeah. or something he, like that. He's a, and they're gimmies. And, and he's giving up way more than that. So, like, yeah. net, net negative. Look, he can't guard anyone. He can't cre- – he's a 7-3 guy. Have you ever seen him in the paint? <laughs> yeah. Or he's doing, like, that fadeaway. It's like – Listen, and he's not hitting a shot anymore. As one super skinny guy to another <laughs> super one skinny giant guy. human. Chris Tapps, this is for you. I, I can see when a guy can play defense, he can't play defense. He can't play defense. He's too skinny. And, and he's like, he's got the Jokic like slow-mo, except without <laughs> any of the other thing. Any of that computer. <laughs> without the Intel processor. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know who's going to win. The, we'll, we'll react to that next week. Um, 
fuck it. I, I you know, I'm going to go with Clippers because they have more players. Like, <laughs> they should. Am be. I crazy? I mean, but Doncic could then come out and score fifty. Yeah. Who knows? I haven't even seen the line. It'll be a really good game, though. Well, yeah. What is the line that on one? that? Just to tempt me on the on the. It's probably like Clippers, like two, and I should definitely take playoff it. rondo might show up he he doesn't typically show up this early but i might have to put a unit on it <laughs> what time is this game? what do you what would you think the line is two i would say clips minus two clips, clips two. giving six and a half six and a half that's generous minus six and a half Clip, clips giving six and a half yeah minus it's in half. la but the, i don't think it's they have LA. fans in la yet do they? they do but okay. not like new york six and a half that's it yeah i would i, would I, I want to stay away. i want to stay away from it never mind look at it look at this analyst they brought on Wait, check this guy out. <laughs> oh, Bruce Bowen in, in his dungeon. All right, yeah. uh, let's get to Atlanta. Interesting. Yep. Well, let's stay on the West. Who you got? Who you got getting out of the West? Mm. Probably Utah, but you they're you like Utah. super boring. Mm-hmm. They are kind of boring. Their whole thing, they're kind of like the Nets, but they didn't choose to play together. And that, like, they didn't have their whole <laughs> healthy roster for like the majority of the year. Donovan yeah. Mitchell was out a long time. He's back, looks like very healthy and dominant. Mm. Rudy Gobert, super weird, like, guy. I don't know. I, I associate him with the pandemic because of the whole mic touch, like, yeah. making fun <laughs> of it. And, a then good he, and then, yeah, and then he, he it. got it. And he was in another, that, like, first another list of celebrities. Guy, I think the computer. <laughs> solves immediately <laughs> yeah um ingles pretty sure he's on utah he's i thought good. he was on denver for you know it's easy to mix up utah and denver it is mm-hmm. easy to mix yeah. up utah and denver. um no I, I i think they have there's no other teams that scare me i could yeah. see the clippers coming out i could see the suns the mavs but utah's probably it's got to be the favorite okay going utah too i don't have a strong opinion on this i okay. I, I really i really it's, don't it's awesome the west it's, is boring this year it, it, it's kind of yeah it's, i don't really know I, I want to see Phoenix do it because I'm a, I'm a Devin Booker fan. Right. But, I, you know, I'm rooting for Phoenix. Yeah, but I'm, I, I'm I really can't say analytically I have an advantage of saying one over the other. Let's move on. <laughs> Atlanta. Dude. Just made the Knicks look like... I, I love how Knicks fans before this were like, throw out the analytics. We're going to get them in the muck. And I was believing it. I was like, hey, you know what? Maybe they will win in seven. Even though I'm looking at the rosters and I'm like, Put us in the slot. But the Knicks <laughs> yeah. can't guard anyone on Atlanta. So how is this going to work? <laughs> I think that's the narrative speaking to you. You wanted to be a Knicks fan. I did want to be it's a like Knicks you fan. You got 20 million people who are obsessed with this team. <laughs> I wanted to be a Knicks fan, but they got smoked. And um, it wasn't really close. No. Sadly. I guess you could say the first game, the Knicks kind of choked it away. They got lucky in the second game. Yeah. Atlanta wasn't hitting shots. I mean, they were doing that double the tray, and then Atlanta just wasn't hitting shots. And I was like, when I was watching, I'm like, that's not going to happen mm-hmm. for an entire series. That can happen all series. Yeah, right. they bring back the Knicks. Bring back everyone though, and now they are probably the destination for any free agent. Yes, like any. It free has agent. completely switched. I think. Yep. I think uh, they could attract some people. But uh, again, I, next year there's like everyone's set in their contract unless someone demands a trade, which happens. Yeah. But so here's a scenario: if the Clippers lose. They don't have any first-round draft picks through, nope. like, 2025. Yeah. Paul George and Kawhi, I think, can both get out of their contract. I think they can, Kawhi too. can definitely get out. Kawhi right? can. So they were on the 2-2. This is an interesting deal. Right? Yeah. So, like, if they're like, oh, my gosh, we didn't get out of the first round and we've sold every asset that we have, Rondo would retire. Like, Marcus Morris, he's Ooh. mid-30s. Like, their key role he's, players yeah. would just 
abandoned ship. They don't like, they don't need to be yeah. around. So then Paul George is probably past his prime, but Kawhi still has three or four years yeah. of like a list yeah. left. He could go to the next in heartbeat. Yeah. Who if knows they, if they who, have the Ross, if they have the cap, right. Who knows what Kawhi is even thinking was any time at ever, all ever yeah. <laughs> board man get my paid. boy Kawhi That's sponsored it. by new balance right. shout out right, <laughs> right. i mean right. the whole thing with him is he loves la but like for how long i know you love la and like to live there and you have yeah. la roots he, he got, like, at least he got his rings paul yeah. george right. doesn't right they need to win that game tonight so what, bad <laughs> weren't there weren't there musings about Kawhi going to miami uh, that that, yeah, that would be an interesting one too. I think after he witnessed what happened to them, though. Yeah, I toast. was so I was obsessed with Miami after last year. Mm-hmm. Like Jimmy Butler's story as a person is wild. <laughs> if you dig into like his upbringing and everything, and how crazy he is, and like all the different role players, like Tyler Hero, like from the bubble basketball, they were by far my most mm-hmm. compelling story. The most compelling yeah. story. And they just got worked worked, by the Bucks, which sucked. But another interesting point is: is last year kind of like asterisk year now? I know LeBron wants to call it the hardest finals ever. I don't. I don't. I don't see it being the hardest. Maybe personally, but but, from an emotional now now that both those teams got bounced so early, is it kind of like you look back at last year and like? That was weird. You were just last year. Really yeah, it's like yeah. that was weird. Yeah. 100%. That whole that whole bubble bubble thing. Hundred percent. I don't I, think it helps the LeBron legacy at all. No, I, I don't think yeah. No. That's no. No. It was just a weird year. LeBron's legacy like, oh. is that I think it was twenty sixteen when he beat the Warriors. Like that's that's it. That's it. Probably the most impressive. That's the exclamation ever. point. Yeah. That's the ex- yeah. Down three. But one, then right? the, the loss the to the Mavs yeah. is like equally a scratch right right i don't know (laughs) you know me i like to somehow (laughs) stick it to lebron whenever i can um okay so atlanta back to atlanta atlanta is one of those teams where i could actually see them weirdly just being in in the conference finals and and you got the shooter trey you've got john collins you've got solid Bogdan. Yep. How many Bogdanoviches are there? <laughs> There's many. like five. I many. And I, like, it's like all when the you hear a name like that, in. you're like, oh, it's Bogdanovich. Like, I know who that is. But yeah, then it like turns out there's like, but there is there's like literally four like, them. yeah. Um, but he can shoot the funny. And he doesn't look afraid at all. Yeah. Who's Those Slovenians, other? they do. They've seen things. <laughs> they've seen Capella. too much. Clint Capella. Clint so, Capella. Like, they actually oh, have good players. Yeah. I think they're. I, I don't think they're well coached. I think they're too young. Like I don't know. I, I don't like Trey either. You don't? I don't. Oh, I love Trey. Like I think it, part of it is like I'm obsessed with Steph Curry, and it's like you're too close to the skill set of uh, Steph Curry, trying. but you're not Steph Curry. This is what we were saying on the last cast: is that I think he is the first kind of um, second generation. Yeah, he he grew up watching Steph. So hundred percent kids. Yeah. I, kids right. love Trey Young. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think like he's very. So yeah, he, no, that's he'll a good have point. his own. He's he's a, he's a very compelling like story yeah. attitude yeah. like the little guy who just gets around people and takes the logo three stats wise right. he is pretty consistent at, at it's like him and Steph Curry from like outside of thirty like consistency yeah. wise and Dame 
can't forget Dame. Well, Dame. Dame, Dame does always get forgotten, doesn't he? <laughs> it breaks Portland. my heart. Yeah. Dame so You're just like, oh, oh, Dame, he's out in Portland <laughs> He'll somewhere. He'll never win. Yeah, Portland. 50-foot yeah. shot. It feels like he's playing for like a South American team. Uh, yeah, you're like, like, oh, whatever. They're in the league, but yeah. not really. But I could see it. I mean, if Joel Embiid's not in, I could easily see him just out shoot. I mean, the 76ers don't have shooters. Right. And the, uh, can only play defense So this so week there's that... Hack a shack, but for Ben Simmons. Yeah. Did you guys see that? Yeah, and mm-hmm. he missed like, exactly. All so of them. he's like he's like a fifty four percent free throw shooter, <gasps> and in pressure moments that drops. Yeah. So there were you can't do it in the last two minutes of the game. Right. But from like minute three and a half down to two minutes, <laughs> and they were ahead. Yeah. Was the thing. Um, who I forget who they were playing, but they just started fouling, and they his point expectation wizards. for a They're possession. They're playing the wizards. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, yeah. So his point expectation is like. 0.9 per possession, which is lower than yeah. whatever. So you just start fouling him. And I guess you do it intelligently to like distribute fouls. I mean, he's always going to miss one. Exactly. So like so, if there are close games, there's always that way right, for the Sixers. To get to, back. Exactly. Yeah. So there's, a, I think there's a lot of ways the Sixers lose. Wow. Atlanta's got a lot of shooters. I'm just saying. So it's I think Atlanta, they're the sneaky Sixers, team no one's talking about. Nets, Bucks. Yeah. But yeah. then they would obviously lose to the Nets or Bucks. So. I, I mean, it'll be interesting. I think we're in the championship right now. The next box is, yeah, yeah, is yeah. the championship we're watching. Yeah. For, for the intensity of the play and the players. Yeah. I think so, too. And, and the, the I mean, unless James offense. Harden is, like, super hurt. And I don't know about it. All right. What do we got here? Oh, can we get to the boys? Yes, we can. They're, they're here. The meat um, of the cast. Speaking of Literally. Miami, let's connect it. Fighting in Miami. Um, your boy... Uh, your boy, John, uh, Logan Paul <laughs> yeah, is fighting uh, Floyd Mayweather, which proves we're in a simulation. For those who don't yeah. know, this is this is that brother, Logan on the left, right? And Jake, Jake on the right. right. Jake. Now, Jake's supposedly the better boxer. What do you think? Like boxing in general, who are these guys? Wh- yeah. What do you think about this? Set the stage a little bit. Yeah. What who, do you think about this? Who are these guys? So the Paul brothers, to me. I knew nothing about them. Not her generation. We're like boomers to their fans, right? <laughs> so, but anybody that can draw an audience of tens of millions of people yeah. should be compelling. Doesn't matter what they do. Right. Tens of millions of people. So about a month ago, took an edible, went down the <laughs> rabbit hole. Uh, I, I got to figure out what these guys are about, right? Yeah. So I started watching their YouTube videos. Yeah. And my first thought was I had a friend in high school who like basically did the same stuff, but didn't have million dollar production <laughs> budgets. Yeah. Right. He would have like the iMovie lightning strike and he would turn into like smoke or something like yeah. that. Right. Um, but you like start watching these videos and they're like, all right, what are they incredible at? They are incredible trolls. Yeah. They're actually really smart about how they like deal with like interactions with like celebrities and people and like all that stuff they are like obsessive about whatever they're doing which i think there's something to be said about that mm-hmm. so like logan paul if if you put you know if he drank truth serum and you asked him do you think you can beat floyd mayweather and do you think like you're a good boxer now he'd be like i think i'm one of the best in the world <laughs> <laughs> i'm probably and, the best and, in like, the world. i don't know if that's like mental like narcissism like <laughs> yeah. whatever but like he truly believes that yeah and he's like everything he's ever done he's been like hyper successful at it yeah he's just done weird stuff yeah I think his fans see that and they're like, this guy, if they've been following him for, I don't know how many years he's been famous, five plus years. Yeah. Like they love that about him. So they're like, oh, Floyd Mayweather, I'm 15 years old. I don't know who that is. He he, like, (laughs) everybody hates Floyd Mayweather. Right, exactly. (laughs) Like it's like us and I don't know. Pasta. (laughs) 
like Mike Tyson or somebody who we never really knew. It's like, yeah, Mike Tyson, he was a celebrity. He beat up his girlfriend. Like, no, he I, was actually one of the best fighters. I in the don't world. know. I think Mike Tyson has some staying power. I think even young kids are like, oh, Mike Tyson, he was really good at boxing. Yeah, people at least know who yeah. he is. Yeah. yeah. Well, because he's been like, the whatever the hangover, hangover like movies he's, yeah he's got a podcast Mike too Tyson. I'm Mike Tyson. <laughs> yeah his character is like yeah perfect <laughs> but anyway so i start watching these videos and i, I kind of get drawn in yeah. i'm kind of like like oh my gosh like these guys basically have enough money to do whatever they want to do so they spend 100 percent of their time training for these like stunts <laughs> and things or yeah. whatever and he looks good. He looks like he's uh, in shape. He's he's shredded. One of the YouTube videos that he had was after he signed the fight with Floyd. He was like, holy shit. I just got the best fighter in the world to fight me. Yeah. And he was, it like clicked. He was like, <laughs> yeah, what am I doing? <laughs> yeah. That's but why. he's like, but I think I might be able to beat him. <laughs> but I'm he's the like, best. I'm, I'm 40 pounds bigger than him. I'm, oh, his reach know, like, is like six stuff. more yeah. inches, I think. From a boxing perspective, it is kind of interesting. Like, um, I don't know if all you listeners are into the UFC, but there's all these examples of people being super dominant in a weight class and then moving up a weight class to fight a bigger person and not being nearly as successful. Right. And that's like 10 pounds or 20 yeah. pounds. Yeah. Or I'm thinking of Israel Adesanya, yeah. who was like 190 and he yeah. fought. Tried to go Polish hammer. And yeah. And it was like 20, it's like 210. The difference between 210 and 190 was big enough where the skill gap didn't matter. Yeah. So your like, guy wins. Exactly. Because they're all talented. So I... A lot of people are not giving him a chance at all in this fight. I think he might actually have <laughs> a chance, but I also think Mayweather is going to make him look like an idiot. So, so is, is is Floyd's technique like get inside and just go speed, and Paul's technique is like keep him at arm's length and just like line him up for the big hits? Yeah. So I, I, I think, would try and grab him if I'm get him in a, if in I'm a Logan. Grapple. I'm like the only way that I get embarrassed is if I get knocked out. Right. Right, 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 right. Because he has nothing to lose yeah. unless he gets knocked out by this shrimp fighter yeah. but who's like Hall of Fame. Incredible. So if I'm Logan, I'm like, I think he gives I keep up my distance he gets and, and jump at him like a couple times trying to knock him out or trying to like really hit him hard. Yeah. And Mayweather's, I think he's just going to get in there for the first few rounds and like try and read him. It's like, what's your strategy? Once I figure out what your strategy is, I know exactly how to counter it. I can course he's correct, not gonna yeah. know, like, he's not gonna know what Logan's doing. So how do you know what Logan's is, doing? Is, I hope it's like that and they haven't already like talked about it. I know, it. like I'll, like, do round right. round I'll do this round one, I'll do this round two. That would ruin everything. Right? Yeah, he no, that's actually a good point. In his videos, like he says he is a professional entertainer, oh, right? Yeah. So like his whole thing is like, I am a world-class entertainer. Yeah. And there's there's no win loss like it's a, it's not an exhibition match like no. there's all the details. There's no around, judges, blah blah. blah. But like you can you can watch it and be like, I think that guy won. If you're hoping for a good boxing match, like you're not like <laughs> you should it. know that it's not going to be a good. This isn't match. it. Is 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 Floyd's like is his legacy at stake? No, right. I mean, if he gets knocked out, if he gets it's not out. a good look, dude. Yeah, I think it, I like, if, if he gets knocked out, never, he has ever, ever, so much more to lose. Ever, ever going to happen. So and Logan Paul knows that. They released. <laughs> this is the same shit we were saying with Conor McGregor. And that was a professional <laughs> fighter. And that was actually a good fight. It was a good fight. But it was like, I got sucked into it. Like, if he just, you <laughs> never know. <laughs> it was like, never, ever going to. And that's why I said, like, the scripted thing. Because I feel like in that fight with Conor, I feel like Floyd was like, for the first five rounds, was like, fucking around. Yeah. He's like, oh, let's yeah. give a oh, show. Yeah. Floyd let's knows a that show. he has the 
training and like cardio advantage. Yeah. He's like, I can protect myself and just like figure out what this guy's doing. Right. Although Connor did land a nice uppercut in that like first round. 100%. Yeah. Where I was like, 100%. oh shit. Con- Connor hit. was like, I've got a window to take this guy out. And if I can't do it, I'm going to run out of steam. Yeah. And then he's I just going to outbox it. me. But he went for it for like nine rounds or eight rounds or whatever it was. Can we talk about boxing cardio? Oh, it's a different level. Talk about being in the flow. Yeah. They might have like the jump rope created the flow state. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, for Connor to look that bad in that fight by round seven, right? Just yeah. toast. Gassed. Like, gassed. And Floyd's like, all right, now I'm getting going. It's like, I'm wow, up. that is a I'm lot. That, that is a lot of energy. And I just don't know about it. Like, throwing a punch must be so much energy, oh. like, drained. If you start from like healthy individual, but not super in shape, all of us right now, let's just say that, right? How many months or years would it take to get to the level of a Floyd? 12 months, like five years? I, I think I think it'll be like two to three years. So like, two years of, of, of like breakdown recovery, right. breakdown so like, recovery, right breakdown now, recovery. Said, right, to get to Floyd in three months, to get to you've got to train full cardio shape. Just cardio. Just, just cardio, not skill of boxing. That takes decades. Not bicep width. Because <laughs> I'm there. Because I'm, I'm already there, bro. I'm already there, bro. Cardio, I don't think I could ever get there. I, I think it's a very person dependent too. I don't think I. I don't. Yeah. I don't have the the gene, the will, the anything. Like I've tried to run with Chris, and I was doing it for like two straight weeks. And I'm like, it's not I coming. I can't do this. It's not coming. I on. hate this every second of it. I'm not. I'm not getting any runner high that you've talked no about. I you. feel like this is a complete I'm, waste. I'm sober and miserable. I feel like this is a complete waste of time. I'm not training for anything. I was like, dude, let me pump a weight. I just need to look good in a t-shirt. I got the CTA to get me ready to be. My I have t-shirt. to run there. <laughs> My t-shirt. Right I, there. Your hair. I think two to three years. You you can get to float. No way, dude. Cardio? No way, dude. I think Floyd just would like still just run. cardio. If you were running with Floyd in two to three years of straight training, Floyd would still at 44 dude. 45 I'm a pretty good time. runner. I'm a pretty good Floyd runner, dude. Still be I'm pretty going. good runner. <laughs> still be going. I remember Michael Phelps. doing this the whole way. <laughs> He'd be juggling as he runs. <laughs> I'm like grabbing the water cups, throwing them into my face. I remember Michael Phelps had an interview, and he explained that losing one day of training before yeah. the Beijing Olympics would set him back a month. Wow. And so, like, contrasting that oh level of, like, if I lose one day, yeah. I rewind a month of my training. Yeah. Like. Is there some just outlier level of fitness that like Floyd and Phelps and like those people have? What I mean, what, what I, oh, there, there. Yeah. I think there it is all. There has to be, yeah. And this might be just me rationalizing my terrible cardio, but <laughs> I think there is a gene. I think there's a cardio gene, sir. Sure, everybody can get yeah. to a certain plateau yeah. of like if you train, you'll get here. I think there's another level that's only you. You're you're born with it. Yeah, yeah. Or, the people or your that, mental framework has to be the like, mental frame. I don't have that mental framework. If I start hurting, and we're, I'm we're even, too even in the flow state, I'm like, I gotta stop. Yeah. I got to stop. There's a there, there's a there's a really cool article, and I, I read it a while ago. Um, it, it was I think it was written in, yeah Business Insider, and it's called Constantly Exceeding One's Level. And it's this it's this reporter or somebody who was a friend of a friend, basically got connected with Bruce Lee to be with Bruce Lee while he was training. Yeah. And so he spent like 
I, a long period of time, like on location, training with Bruce Lee, like day in, day out. And they were on like some run one day after this guy had worked out like day in, day out with yeah. Bruce Lee. And they're going and Bruce Lee's just pumping, just going, just going in rhythm, in flow. And the reporter whatever, like looks over to Bruce Lee and just says, Bruce, like, we gotta, we gotta take a break. If I don't, if I don't stop, I think I'm gonna like pass out. And Bruce is like, keep going. So keep going. Because to the point where the guy's like, Bruce, like, if I don't stop, like, I'm gonna have a heart attack and die. Yeah. And Bruce looks at him and says, then die. <laughs> and keeps running straight face like 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 that's these guys it's like yeah, yeah. then die yeah. and keeps going it's just I like under, i don't understand that's, that. Th that that's their level it's like right. he can look at someone just like yeah i'm not even close to that yeah i can't appreciate what you're saying that's yeah. weird like, i lived in that so, moment so, for so, so two to three so, years yeah. so, <laughs> <laughs> so i can get there in two to three all right audience it is six six twenty twenty one come back go six back. six twenty twenty three or twenty twenty four and i'll be depending ready on my training schedule <laughs> depending on what comes up i'll be here it'll be floating in a water bath like luke skywalker Logan paul sean connelly <laughs> the rematch showtime pay-per-view <laughs> jesus christ i'm an entertainer john <laughs> hey but i'll give it to him you know this is the state of boxing they're storytellers they're creating excitement where boxing couldn't do that for the last decade I mean, outside of Tyson Fury, Deontay yeah. Wilder, do you remember Can't any other that. boxing match? No. Canelo Alvarez is like the only like compelling. True, true. true. Um, I went back and watched that fight with him and Floyd that same night that I was watching the Logan Paul <laughs> <laughs> And Canelo was like 21 or 22. Like he, he was, was super I young. I thought he was 19. Really? Okay. Yeah. He, he, might, he, he was super, super young, young. And that's like basically his only loss. And well, that's what Floyd does. He's like, oh, I'll fight a kid or I'll wait until you're past your prime like Manny Pacquiao right, and right. then I'll fight you. Mm -hmm. Right, but people would say like after, like Canelo learned something in the fight against Floyd and then he's just been like destroying people ever since, like not close. Well, Canelo, they've interviewed him. They're like, in both your primes, who would win? And he was like, Floyd would never step into a ring with me. My prime. <laughs> I love that. Never. And he knows it. Right, and he knows it. The other brother, Jake Paul. Yeah. He's fighting Tyron Woodley. Yeah. MMA guy. He's, he's going to get killed. <laughs> you think like, Jake might, Paul? No. Uh, yeah. Jake Paul will get killed. Oh, I, I, I'm I on the opposite. You, you think Jake Paul has a chance? They're boxing. You think he'll win? I think Jake Paul's a good boxer. I think he's... He knocked a, the fuck out of Ben Askren. <laughs> yeah. I think he's a decent boxer. Like, so Ben Askren to Tyron Woodley. Tyron Woodley was the he's still champion smaller. in his weight class like yeah. two years ago. But he's never been a striker. Okay. I didn't know that. Yeah. Me I mean, he, look, he's an <laughs> intimidating guy so, to look so at. So Woodley's like, more like wise. grappler, like, look yeah. at this like technical as opposed to like boxing look, Jake, skill. Jake Paul's doing exactly what boxers should do, right? You always move up a level to then yeah. perfect your craft. Look, he started fighting yeah. an NBA guy. It sucks that Jake YouTuber, Paul's the good one. <laughs> yeah, right? You'd rather like, be he's, Logan. he's the weird one. Yeah. You'd rather be Logan. But he fought a YouTuber. Then he fought right. an NBA player. Then he fought a right. wrestler from MMA. Now Tyron right. Woodley. And, and, Woodley's, and it's been like yeah. ugly every single. Yeah. Like he's, he's put Nate Robinson to sleep. He yeah, that was not ben a good Askren look. Just put to sleep. Yeah. So, you know, good for him. He's like kind of doing it his way. You know, as an entertainer. Right. He wants to get big names, but he also wants to get people that he thinks he can beat. So normal boxers would just fight no-name guys and then right. work them way, their way up. Whereas he's like, well, I can't do that because people won't watch. So I don't know, dude. Uh, Tyron Woodley might be in some 
some problem after watching the Ben Askren thing, I was like, I might be way off on this. Like these MMA <laughs> I guys. You're about to say I might get into boxing. <laughs> <laughs> I might have to start boxing people. Like, no, is but there like money at, here. No, after I watched that, I'm like, maybe I give these MMA guys too much credit. Yeah. Right. They're they're a master yeah. of many things. Right. Right. But when right, they right. get in a they boxing, they have some like yeah. original discipline, and then yeah. they expand from and there. And then when they get in the boxing ring, it looks like they don't know what the hell they're doing. Like ben yeah. Askren had no business being in there, and he got embarrassed. So. It, it must be just yeah. To your point, like going out there and telling like a football player to only run one route, right? Yeah. Versus like or, or play rugby. Or play like, rugby oh, to yeah. the ignorant person. It's the same. Yeah. Like it's the same motion, same like general yeah. like strategy, but it's fundamentally all muscle memory. Yeah. All skill that you've developed from like repetition and they're completely different. And you must be used to like, okay, arms, legs, distributing my effort, distributing my workload. And like at some point we'll be on the ground. But when your playbook is just <laughs> upper body and you got to concentrate all that effort there, I mean, it takes things out of your playbook, out of your repertoire that you can't use. I, th- that'd be the hardest thing for me. It's like, oh, I want to use my legs, but I can't. Oh, now I'm open mm. and I'm hit. Yeah. Although I think that like Justin Fields would be great at rugby almost immediately. <laughs> How badly does the city of Chicago need a superstar right now? Dude, I've been watching the uh, the old Twitter wire and uh, good news coming out of Chicago Bears training camp. They're yeah. like, we never who's, expect. Who's on the beat? You like some, some good. Yeah. They're like, we like. Just talking and watching, like all these people are like, we didn't expect him he's to gotten, be this progressed this, really? this soon. He's got an edginess to him where he's like, I'm actually one of the best quarterbacks. And I was never part of the conversation with like the Zach Wilson and the yeah. Trevor Lawrence and the, you know. You got me on a deal. Exactly. Yeah. Like he's Zach got a chip Wilson on his shoulder. not going to be. You got me on a deal. Not going to be. Uh, also. Julio Jones to the Lance, let's talk about it here first. Dude. Heard it here NFL. first. Well, John broke the news. I think we should give it to him. Yeah. Pass Julio Jones. Yeah, you read it out. Yeah. So as with everything, we go to Twitter to confirm our <laughs> you know, our, our breaking news stories. But Julio Jones going to the Titans for a potentially second and a fifth. Apparently there's some discussion, but the deal's done. Wow. So you've got Julio being probably the third best skill player on the mm. Titans behind Derrick Henry and A.J. Brown. Wow. Those are three hulks. Yeah, A.J. Brown and Julio is kind of scary. Although another guy gets injured a lot. Another guy that gets injured a lot. He, he I think he's got a bad rep for that. Like, he plays 14, 15 games a year, almost every single year. My question mark is Ryan Tannehill because I think Tannehill's garbage. Garbage. <laughs> garbage. Uh, Literal garbage. I think he's mid mid level guy. Like, okay. But in this league, that's garbage. I think he's a mid level yeah. guy. He I, looks best, pretty good. He's like with, Alex Smith, where it's like, yeah, right. for the first seven years, you were kind of a running quarterback, like kind of a playmaker, but never really a good quarterback. And now yeah. it's like, all right, you're just going to throw the ball and like run the yeah. offense. He's not like, a, he's like settled into that. Josh Allen or one no, of those like elite, no. elite, elite, elite. He's, not a, he's <laughs> not a playmaker. He needs, but he has the skill players and he plays for him now. <laughs> I was wondering how many elites you're going to throw in there. Well, he's pretty elite. Um, can I have one more Heineken Zero? Of course you can. Okay, and then I'll, I'll I'm going to go off on a little bit on this on the breaking news, Julio Jones. Um, look, he's on the wrong side. I, I think we do this with guys where we give them a pass reputation wise, like oh Julio Jones, 
Right. I've heard that name before. I just, I, I don't think it's a big deal. <laughs> to be honest, I'm like, oh, Julio Jones and the Titans. He's I don't think like that a really one or two year thing left. Yeah. Like it's not yeah. like, would you rather have like, to me, it's like, well, you have Corey Davis. He's good. Yeah. He, where did he go? I think he's on the he's Jets He's on the now. Jets now. So, so you, you are paying Julio, but you couldn't yeah. play Corey Davis. What's, what's right. Okay. Right. I, I think that's them saying Derrick Henry probably only has two years left. Like running, running backs, running backs don't just, last. And he's a big boy who gets hit a lot. Yeah. They they might be saying, Is there got any a worse position right in sports than running back on an NFL team? Imagine being so like, I feel sorry for Saquon Barkley because I think Saquon Barkley's like Barry Sanders level. Like maybe the best running back of all time. And his career will be like six years, seven years. And it's like half of it's over and it's wasted. I'm surprised you say that because he hasn't really done much in the nfl well, so that, far. he hasn't had an offensive line he yeah. hasn't had playmakers he hasn't had a quarterback he hasn't had a defense like they've been trash and then this year he obviously like blew out his body yeah but i like i think he's probably the best running back to ever play most talented that's that's what just gets me so much about these these draft picks is you'll get a, a team like the giants or, or i mean not that the giants were like bottom of the barrel but they go oh this guy will solve so many problems for us and then someone like saquon ends up carrying a disproportionate load to the team just yeah. gets fried out in two years and they kind of look around and go okay we got to rebuild more and you're kind of old news and beat up and there's guys coming up behind you and the teams that i think do it really well distribute their load over you know five years not two for some of these guys and and you know i think what the patriots actually did well with their running backs was that they had so many reliable slot receivers over time that they could throw out to the guy on the wing. He could be like the check down or you could, they could run up the middle a little bit, but they didn't invest heavily in running backs like no. so many teams do because they realize it's just not a, it, it's a losing proposition. It doesn't yeah. matter how good they are. Right. No. It, the values. They're all getting smashed. Apart I would never, t- I would never ever take a running back. Yeah. High yeah. at all. So unless you Adrian Peterson, huge chiefs fan last year when we took Clyde at 32 yeah. mm. was like, you know exactly what you're getting. You're, you're probably not getting, first round value from this guy. He will right. be a very good player. Right. Like everybody knows that he fits really well into the system. Like the pick was probably a, let's just make sure we have that position like sealed off, but there's no upside to that pick. They've been making some moves. They have been. I think they, they did an offensive line. I they think they made complete, two signings. Complete rebuild. Traded for Orlando Brown. Yeah. Signed Joe Tooney. Mm-hmm. Drafted Creed Humphrey. Creed. Second round. <laughs> Master of puns, by the way. He's hilarious. On <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, somebody was like, you know, had some reference to a Creed song, and he was like, my entire life, this has happened. It's my sacrifice. <laughs> <laughs> it's my sacrifice exactly. to you, world. <laughs> exactly. He I was like, all right, hurt, fan. Hurt. <laughs> uh, Every song by Creed ever. And then Kyle, <laughs> Kyle Long, Chicago Bear, out of retirement. Oh, so, I, didn't, really? I, I missed that yeah, one. Kyle really? Yeah. I did not know that. I missed that, that one. He's like 31. So he's yeah. like, it's not like a 36 year old out of retirement. He's got some mileage. Like, he's got some mileage left. Yeah. No. And then, yeah. So we have one guy coming back who, crazy story. He's a doctor. Oh, Canadian yeah. Yeah. Doctor yeah, Laurent yeah, yeah. Duvernay Tardif. Right. And he was like, well, I'm a doctor and there's a pandemic. Like, I can't <laughs> with a good conscience play football right now. So he's coming back. Oh, wow. And he what was our starting right guard cool? for what like three years. Yeah. So you guys are you guys are like still pretty worried about the Bills or not really? Are you are you a Bills fan? Yeah, man. Oh, okay. So like, one on this podcast. Welcome to the cast. 
Okay, so like, if I'm afraid of any team in the NFL, it's, not, it's Buffalo, not the Bills. Here we go, Buffalo. No, but who? Like nobody else in the AFC is really like they're That's probably it, like, the most compelling <clears throat> in the yeah, AFC. Yeah. You're, you're the youngest. You have the superstar quarterback. You have playmakers. Uh, the yeah. AFC East for sure. You need either a like possession tight end they need or a, a tight very end. good running back. I really want them to get Kyle Pitts. I really want them to take Kyle Pitts. Uh, they never, they, yeah, never they, had a chance. They, they, they wouldn't have had the chance, but I would have loved that. Because that, that's, that's what they need. Just like a tight end who can blow it wide open when you need him to over the middle. They needed yeah, like, like Steph they Diggs needed... had his coming out party, but now he's going to get treat. He's going to get superstar treatment this year. So like, I think he yeah. takes a step they back like production wise. They needed yeah. to take one of the Patriots. They needed to sign like Hunter Henry or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the Patriots or were like, Johnny no, we're just going to take all the tight ends. <laughs> no, we'll just we'll just pay all the the tight plan ends. is asset denial you yeah. will get none of these people right <laughs> your division is the most interesting division in football dolphins dolphins, dolphins are going to be really good yes yeah. the jets well the jets are interesting just because zach, zach wilson, wilson. but yeah, i think the other three fun. like bills patriots dolphins is really interesting it's gonna be a fun fun yeah. little uh stately quadrio nice little dance yeah you want to make the way too early Super Bowl prediction <laughs> right now? Let's dude? get into it. I love it. Let's get into it. I mean, I, you know what I'm going to say though. I think that I I, I, think, I'm it's gonna, good, I think it's a good pick. I yeah, think Chiefs I think go scorched earth this year. <laughs> yeah, I think they're a little angry. Like, they freak out. They the, the stakes of the last Super Bowl was we become the first back to back Super Bowl champion in 20 years. We are set up to have one of the best dynasties of all time. Yes, because you like return everyone. Yes, basically. But they lost it, and so now to Tom Brady, to Tom Brady, who's seventy-two who years old. 70, <laughs> he, he's seventy-two years old, and he has seventy-two Super Bowls now. God. But here's the thing: Damn so it. now they're like, all right, everybody thinks we're a one and done. Like we kind of figured it out for one Super Bowl, but like we have a lot of holes. I think they come back and they go scorched earth. Like, does bending Andy, teams over? Does Andy Reid bring back the face shield? I hope so. With the windshield wipers on it. He's one of a kind. <laughs> that guy is awesome. <laughs> I'm trying to think of mine. Who do you got on who do you got him going against? Out of the NFC, I think the 49ers are really good again. I think people mm. they, people like, forget they lost people yeah. forget everyone. Huge injury. injury issue. Huge injury issues in this. I year. think they're really, really good again. I don't think the Packers. No, they're no, no. no. Aaron Rodgers is gone. Have, Aaron Rodgers is I gone. I think he's gone. But yeah. even if he comes back, they already hit their peak. Like they're not getting yeah. better. No. Yeah. Done. Aaron Rodgers is done there for sure. Uh, the, if there's a sleeper team, I think the Cardinals are going to be really good. Give people trouble because they bring back their best defensive player, Chandler Jones, mm-hmm. older brother of John Jones. UFC John Jones, shout out. UFC shout out. Yeah. What a they, family. Arthur what, Jones, too. What a family. He's in the NFL. What a pedigree. Yeah. And like John Jones was like the least athletic of them. <laughs> yeah. Imagine <laughs> being that people. and being the and best. Then, and, then, and then being the best UFC fighter ever. Yeah. Uh, no, I think Kyler Murray's. So, you, so you're boss. going with San Fran. Yeah. I'll go San Fran. Chiefs. Chiefs. Rematch. Rematch. Yeah. That'll and be you awesome. You got Chiefs winning. Yeah. The, the, like the Bucks are going to be, be awesome. really good, but I think there's also the chance that. They have a lot more to lose. Like, I don't think they're motivated. I don't think they're like, – there's not going to be a dynasty in Tampa Bay because Tom Brady's like 44. No. I don't see it. I don't see him running it back. Yeah. Adam, where, where did the Bears end up, by the way? After your predictions. After your predictions. Where did the Bears After end the up? predictions, 
or before? You want it before or after? I, 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 well, because I was wondering if the Bears would enter your predictions at all. No, no. too young. They're not going to make the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. I think they start off with Andy Dalton for some reason. They should just. Start, I, I think let's get it started, Justin Fields. But I think they're going to start off with Andy Dalton and let the, Andy suck to build yeah. the narrative. That, yeah. Like, all right, oh, that's clearly point. we need this guy, and then like give him like a cupcake warm-up yeah, game or yeah. like after bye or like right, something where it's right. like hey yeah so by the way be ready but you're, yeah. you're gonna come in week five yeah so i think i think they i think they add a lot of excitement <laughs> as soon as justin fields comes right. in i think everyone's watching every game is they're Alan like Robinson oh he's pretty still, good yeah, yeah. He's back. still there okay yeah. so yeah they, they have like good yeah. players yeah. yeah and they have like another team with like eight tight ends i mean i don't know what's going on in the nfl everyone needs tight ends but super I'm, bowl super bowl I'm going to go another rematch, mm. and I love your San Fran pick because that's mine. I think no one – everyone's on this, like, Jimmy G slander. I think he's pretty good, and I think he can get there again. Good-looking guy. He's <laughs> really good-looking. <laughs> that could if be I an Alex gay. Smith, Patrick Mahomes situation. Like, I think Jimmy G is, like, basically Alex Smith 2.0. Who would you rather grab a beer with, Jimmy G or G- Patrick Mahomes? Jimmy G. So I'm a biased, thousand percent. and I might still say Jimmy G. I think Jimmy G. Seems like a cool guy. <laughs> he seems like a cool guy. Remember, Pat Mahomes like, is great, but I think I'd rather go so G. I can't be, I can't, what, Patrick Mahomes with that Kermit voice going to be my wingman, dude? <laughs> Remember when Jimmy G came from the Patriots, he got to San Francisco, he was like on every tabloid ever, like, oh, he went on a date with a porn star. Yeah. <laughs> like, it was like, yeah. this guy, look this at him, guy. he looks like what? Ken. He's like, hmm. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, I'm no longer behind Tom Brady. Like San Fran, love yeah. the pick. Yeah. I think Kittle comes back full strength. Yeah. I love Debo. Ayuk, Debo. Yeah. They, they have guys everywhere. They got guys everywhere. Nick De- Bosa Nick comes Bosa's back. coming back. I love that team. I'm going with the old birds flock. Yeah. I'm going with the Ravens. <laughs> really? I'm going Ooh. with the Ravens in the bowl. Big trust? I thought they were going to get Julio. Not, not going to lie. I thought they were going to get Yeah, they were up there. I think it's fine. I think, really? I think, uh, I think, Lamar, think Lamar figures it out this year. I think yeah, I think he's figured out almost everything already. He's there's, really there's good. not much left to figure out. I agree. Yeah, he's, <laughs> he's, he's not much left. He has to well, really he's got to figure out a playoff game now. Yeah. He's got to figure That's out that playoff game. That's the only right. Yeah, he did that last year. He took the step of winning. What are the Ravens' like weaknesses? Wide receiver. Wide receiver. And, and, and Lamar can't throw the ball that great still. But he'll figure it out. But he'll figure it out. For a running quarterback, he throws it really well. But he's not like yeah, right. He's not right. like a, he's not like Tebow. <laughs> oh my gosh! Crew, quick, quick Tebow take. My my Quick Tebow take dude knows how to work out yeah. and sell people on an interview. There you go. Oddly <laughs> enough, huge Tebow guy. I'd still get a beer with Jimmy G before Tebow. <laughs> I don't know, man. I think I'd get with Tim Tebow. Te- uh, does he even drink? I don't think he'd even have a beer. He'll have like a cider. Nah, just, never just mind. Cider. I'm going Jimmy G. Maybe some church wine. No, Jimmy G brings out the porn stars. Dude. <laughs> Tebow, Tim Tebow brings out the gospel choir. Riley Cooper, Aaron Hernandez, that Florida football that, team. That was a that was a rough football team. I'm not gonna lie. Urban Meyer can't help himself. Bring back the crew. <laughs> All right, let's talk horse racing and then break down a music video. We're doing good. I think this is a great cast so We're far. Rocking. Let's jinx it by, by <laughs> stating that. Uh, watch the horse races again. Thank you, Wills Northwoods. It's becoming the tradition for me. Um, 
really enjoyed watching. I think I'm going to get into horse racing, dude. I think I'm going to get on the dark web and start watching like like horse racing that like no Hong, one's Hong ever Kong, seen. Yeah, right, like Hong right. Kong. <laughs> the polos yeah, are like it's, like it's like still fuzzy on my screen. I'm like, wait, did Hot Rod Charlie win or not? It's just symbols at the bottom. Yeah. Who's that? Do they do they ship these horses over to China to race? I, I imagine Hot Rod Charlie in a shipping I, container. <laughs> I don't know. Well, they ship them places. Remember in the ring when they had the horse on the shipping container? The movie? Yeah, the ring. I don't remember. That <laughs> Whenever scene. I think of horses, <laughs> what you don't remember? That was the most affecting scene in the ring. The horse gets out, jumps over the boat, and like snaps its head on the side. <laughs> You, John, you, you me, like you're talking girl in the well, the ring. Yeah, the ring. Yeah. A, a very relevant reference I from think a shout out to 2003. 2003. I'm like PTSD suppressing that movie. That movie was terrifying. <laughs> yeah. That I, and Boogeyman. I used to be really into horror <laughs> that movies. Candyman. <laughs> that changed at some point, and I don't know what happened. Like, so, you, wait, did you not see the ring? No, I did. Okay. And it's it changed been, after that. It's been that. 15 years. Yeah, loved it. Yeah. Like, but I was like, Hardcore, really horror. into like Saw and yeah. like <sighs> like horror movies kind of peaked in that like yeah yeah oh five we got CGI era. really down yeah like, and then like now it's like there's too much shit going on in the world like I don't like, horror movies now are like well been there done that yeah we watched last year Hereditary great that movie, movie freaked great me movie. out have you seen that no oh watch it watch it anyway there's a horse scene. <laughs> <laughs> horses the horse movies. slammed his head i was like whoa how'd they film that did they actually kill a horse on set leave it up to them um we got Peter to fight that one for us so lost again lost more money on the horses <laughs> but there's always next race but there's always next race and john we're going next year by the way the dirt preakness kentucky dirt kentucky if you're interested kentucky if you're interested in juleps i can forward you the email yeah Okay. Love it. Um, but yeah, I think I'm uh, really, really getting into it. I wish there was, I wish horse racing was kind of like the NFL. <laughs> so I could lose helmets? all my money. <laughs> um, no, no. Just like every week, there's a big horse race on. You know what we could start getting into? It's polo. <laughs> we get like polo teams, jerseys, and we're just. You talking about that polo? Yeah, polo. Okay. Have you guys ever ridden horses? I have. I've just, I've trotted. So my, I've got a trot. You've got the trot. I've never galloped. I've trotted. Okay. John, you got yeah, something to tell same. us? So my mother was an equestrian. Really? I, I love that word. She's an equestrian. She was an equestrian. Keep going. Loved riding horses. So when I was like, I rode horses from when I was six till when I was eight. Never jumped or did anything competitively because like, that's awesome. Riding horses. But yeah, there's a whole like subculture of equestrian like training. Oh, trust yes. me. I know about it's, it's, it. It's kind of like boat culture, right? It's like, oh, where do you, where do you keep your horse? Would where you, do you oh, like? Yeah, who's your person who may, like walks them? Where do you dump? Like where? Like who do you let ride them? Like right? Who cleans Dude, the barnacles? There's so, all these things. The love of my life, mm -hmm. Dana. She knows, <laughs> is also an equestrian, and run. Dude, so. That part of Florida is like horse country. Wellington? Like I didn't know anything about this. Which part existed. of Florida? Wellington. I didn't know Wellington. any of this existed, but like you're like driving. First of all, you're seeing horses the entire time. <laughs> there's farms and horses. And then like there's like a random store that we went into that is all horse-based. I'm talking like Costco's uh, like <laughs> size horse. horse products. Like there's like a giant wall of saddles. Three three saddles for one. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> what is this place? And then like you go to the farm. For, first of all, the business works like they rent out the stables. 
like it's rent, like it's you're paying for an apartment. Right. And then you then can train the kids on jumping, on doing every anything right. horse related, right? right? Um, and then what she also does is then goes buys horses and resells and blah, blah, blah. Right. Got 80 clients now. She gave me a call the other night, Sean. I was wondering this would come. 80 was, clients. 80 clients. Um, when this call would come. And, uh, you know, it's like we picked off right where we, <laughs> right <laughs> where where we, we left it. <laughs> How's her wine? Is she enjoying her wine? She's enjoying her wine. I send, I send her a box of wine every month. But um, <laughs> Is Dana a horse? <laughs> Dana is a horse. <laughs> Riding on a horse. <laughs> um, but it's going well. I knew as soon as she called that I had to break off all of the other <laughs> dating arrangements <laughs> I had going on because, you know, I just don't feel nothing about them that. like I do about Dana. But it can't work, John. I know you were thinking, wait, why isn't she around? She is in horse country, and I love Chicago. And I will always be here for the Sunday Punch <laughs> <For> audience. <you. laughs> Everybody Unless knows. I start <laughs> casting from the horse farm. <laughs> what do you got to say about that horse? <laughs> <laughs> on cue. On cue. He's been working on that all morning. I have. I, have. I, I think we got to get, get more into horse sports, equestrian sports. Uh, does your mom it's still ride, world. John? Does it's your mom still world. ride, John? She does not. Injury. Injury oh. risk. Oh, really? Yep. Yeah. Apparently, if you get thrown off a horse, it's like potentially hazardous to your spine. Clark Kent guy. Superman. Yeah, that's how he got hurt too. Yeah, they're very dangerous. They're They'll huge. bite wild, you too. Wild They'll beasts. bite you. They're huge. They're like dinosaurs. If you've ever <laughs> been, not like dinosaurs. Yes, they are. If you've ever been right next Have to a horse head, no. If you've you ever been next to a horse head, you're like, this is what a dinosaur must have been like back in the day. Dude, you're thinking of an alligator. That's what dinosaurs. I was on Twitter like. this morning. They found a femur from a T Rex over in Africa somewhere. It's really? the size of your car. I'm talking like Velociraptor, dude, from Jurassic Park size. Not actual size, because in reality, Velociraptors are only this big. Fun fact. I've seen Jurassic Park. Also, I know how big Velociraptors are. No, Velociraptors <laughs> in Jurassic Park are about this big. Velociraptors in real life. No, like, they were. Yeah, they you're, were. You're They're little birds. You think of leptictidium. Little birds. That's leptictidium, I'm telling no. you. It's a different dinosaur. Wrong. Dude, all right. You see the claws? <laughs> this, you're telling me the claws as big you're as his body. Referencing <laughs> Jurassic Park. Great horror movie, by the way. <laughs> Great horror movie. Full circle. Full circle. All right, that ends the horse rating racing part. Wait, um, how much money did you win? Oh, I lost all my money, <laughs> okay. dude. I thought I mentioned that. Yeah, I, I've never won on a horse race, but I'm gonna give it the old college try next time. I won once, and I'm never betting again. <laughs> my yeah. record's perfect. It is fun, wow. though. I would say it's one of the more exciting sports. I mean, NFL is NFL, right? Yeah. But like, if you need a quick jolt of energy, quickie. yeah. If you need a quickie, sports-wise, watch watch the old the old Belmont or Preakness or Kentucky Derby. John, you have a song you want to react to today? We like to react to a music video. <sighs> oh, and our outro. End. I don't have one off the top of my mind. What was that Olivia Rodrigo when we watched the other day? Deja vu. Oh, okay. I was going to pull Olivia that up. Olivia Rodrigo. He's, uh, we Let's missed Olivia about. Rodrigo. I want to do a little deja yeah, vu. Okay. Because we watched this no, first time and I was perfect. distracted. Very good. I don't good. understand what happened at the end. So Very good. Well, that well first, first let John bring in Olivia Rodrigo for us. So I get two texts from independent sources that are not talking to each other at all a week ago that Olivia Rodrigo is the next Taylor Swift meets Billie Eilish. Wow. And those are two 
Big ones. Like generational talents. Big ones. I think she's what, like 19 years old or something like that? I believe it's 18, yeah, even yeah, younger. Basically, yeah. Listen to a couple of her songs. Blown away. Last week we reacted to Good for You. Good for you. This because is her debut album. I know. That's wild. She did it right. See, talk about people who are getting promoted versus not promoted. <laughs> Dude, don't get me started. I won't put bro. you in hot water. But anyway, so this is our second Livy Rodrigo video in two weeks. You have to. Deja you vu. You almost have to. Deja vu. Speaking of deja vu, see what I did there? We're back. Deja vu. 90s font. 90s font. I'm already hearing the Billie Eilish. I'm kind of hearing it. A little bit, yeah. A little I bit. love this. It's like soft this voice. This vibe. So this looks like a house she's been to before. She's walking into it. She kind of knows where things are. She's so, walking in. She's looking for someone or something. Lyrically wise, she's like kind of setting it up with like, oh, you're with another girl doing the same shit that we did, right? You're, you're using a playbook of sorts. <laughs> <laughs> it's part of the dentist system, Sean. Wait, We're I, 51 seconds in. I've already downloaded her entire <laughs> Catalog of I've already ordered exist. a poster for my bedroom, bro. I'm so far in. Wait, she's like uh, watching reruns of Glee, being annoying, singing in harmony. I bet she's bragging to all her friends, saying, "You're so unique." Hmm. <laughs> and now let's get into the chorus. So when you gonna tell her that we did that too? She thinks it's oh, dude, I just got like tingles, goosebumps. <laughs> I made Great the, I made the jokes you tell to her when she's I laughing. made the jokes you tell to her. So relatable. <sighs> Do you get deja vu when she's with you? Do you get deja vu? <laughs> Do you get deja vu? Love the synthesizers. Clean mic. Is that what that is? <laughs> John, break it down for us. What was that? So, <laughs> I think that's what it was. Just some guy in a mic doing that. Was it just me? It was Olivia. Dude, Olivia, if you need anyone for the next song on the synthesizer. So I get the Billie what? Eilish connection because it's a very like soft-spoken yeah. singing. Like she's not like full-blown you know, yeah. fire hose of audio yeah it's like subtle but i'm i don't know what category this is she's inventing a genre she's inventing a genre and stealing my heart on sunday time. punch Which, oh man dude when she said that i forget what the line was but it like gave me tingles 
Which Pull one it up. <laughs> um, I can't remember. <laughs> I think it was when she said she thinks it's special, but it's all but it, it's, it's all, all reused. reused. That was, was our place. place. I found it first. Yeah, that was. I mean, solid. That was great. Solid. Oh, I made the jokes you tell to her when she's with you. Yeah. Oh, solid, and solid this, line. And, and last last week, her song was much more of like an Avril Lavigne, like yeah. in your face. Good Why you, you're feeling happy and happy. This, yes. this is like totally different. she's lived yeah. a lot much of more life mature for 18 years Well, old. not only mature, but just like you think she wrote, You think life she lived. wrote this job. after Good For You? Like, the, where, where do you think the timeline, like... You break up with someone and you're angry at first. That feels like a good That's for you. That's good for you. And now you're reflecting. This is deja vu. I think this is this is two new girls later. Oh, she, she had her so angry now she's burst. like, yeah, that she's, was like a quick thing, and now she's like, it's a pattern. It's a pattern. <laughs> oh, and good for you. Oh, good for you. You're living yeah. happy and so that was like a quick break. Like that was a clean break right there. Clean break. Now he's with someone else, and now she's like, really, yeah, yeah. That was quite the breakdown. What's <laughs> well, what our audience has come to expect, Adam? And now we're getting the mirrors reflecting the other girl, and they're in similar positions in the bathroom. They're in the same location. Okay. It makes you wonder if the so circle will we, continue. So we made the Billie Eilish connection. Does this not feel Taylor Swifty? She's singing yeah. about yes, an yes. X. Yes. Yes, actually, right. The, the content, sound, right? Some of the sound patterns do are a little Taylor Swift. The content too. is very, yes, exactly. Wow. So she says, I bet that she knows Billy Joel because you played her Uptown Girl. You're singing it together. Now I bet you even tell her how you love her in between the chorus and the verse. So when are you going to tell her? And then, and then. That we between, did that too. And then, and then. <laughs> oh, this guy's got the same <laughs> so moves for, for every girl. For evidence that we're in the simulation. <laughs> yeah, right. And, and note, note, she finishes a verse, goes to a chorus, in between the chorus and the verse, oh, I love you, reference to the line above, tell her that you love her in between the chorus and the verse. Whoa, that was some major really shit good right there. The simulation. It's in the simulation. <laughs> And now we're back to the good for you thing where she's smashing yeah. television. <laughs> <laughs> she has a, her, she deals I, with her anger like in it. familiar ways. <laughs> <words. laughs> 
closing moment. What's happened? Closing moment. She smashes every television except this one. Yeah. She started in the car. The girl who took over for her is now in the car. Oh, and she is talking to a new girl. Singing the lyrics. Wow. This guy's a shithead, <laughs> and he uses the same moves. That's meta. He's like, uh, where are we at in the Billy Joel song? I love you. <laughs> oh, the chorus in the verse, I love you. This, guy, this guy's got a pattern. Biggest loser's the dude. I yeah. know. Or is he the biggest winner? Look at the chicks he's getting with. Look at the chicks he's cycling through. Here we go. Ice cream. The other girl. Going to the house. Same route. Do you get deja vu? I'm excited to see Nailed what she does. It. I'm so excited good. to see what she does. Could she be in a <sighs> in a song blend of yours, John? Would it be? Could she be in a cipher? Absolutely. Her vocals are yeah. strong enough. You could rip those out and put yeah. them on anything. Oh, absolutely. What about that? We're just going to record you doing Could you rip that? <laughs> could go the other way. You mute the vocals and you just have the... <laughs> Amplify <laughs> that. <laughs> Dude, fantastic song. Again. Love yeah, her. Good. Love her. Um, speaking of evoking that emotion, just just one quick thing about this, and I actually want to ask you a very important question. Evoking that type of emotion from a woman. Mm -hmm. I was watching Goodfellas yesterday, mm -hmm. and there's a scene he wakes up, and she's literally holding a gun <laughs> to his head. He's just, imagine waking up in your bed, and your wife is holding a gun to your like forehead. <laughs> That's like when I saw the scene, I was like, Olivia Rodrigo. <laughs> and the most important question is what's better? Is it The Departed or is Goodfellas the Scorsese movie of the century? Because I was watching Goodfellas. I'm like, is this better than The Departed? That's a really good movie. I can only speak to The Departed. You haven't seen Goodfellas? No. Let's have, oh! We'll have a movie night. We'll have, <laughs> we'll have a movie night. <laughs> <laughs> Flips table. <laughs> we'll watch The Departed. That's no, a great movie. Goodfellas. Goodfellas. That's what well, that one too. <laughs> John's like, this is the one I've seen. It's on HBO Max. My God, dude, you gotta watch. It. Have you seen Goodfellas? Yes, but about ten years ago. It's okay. been a really long okay. time. Okay. Well, we'll watch it again. Then you make the decision. Anyway, loved it. Forgot I loved it, and I think it might be better than Departed. Who, who are we going out to today, Adam? Anybody got picked up? Queued up? No. Uh, any music we should go out on the outro song? It'll play in the background. I'd Lola. say Olivia Rodrigo. <laughs> More Olivia Rodrigo. Another, or we could or, do or a single DJ. track mine. Or a DJ. Or a DJ you want people to know about. Someone up and coming? I wish. There's, DJ there's John not Reed? a lot of compelling. <laughs> yeah. What about uh, your boy? Martin Garrix. Martin Garrix. <laughs> Everyone Garrett, Garrix has dropped a new beat. <laughs> Uh, it's for the 2020, what was supposed to be 2020, but now it's 2021 Euro Cup. Oh. It's like the song of the summer anthem in oh, Europe. Oh, that's perfect. We need a summer. If okay, I can done. find it and it, download it, it on the MP3, like, I'll do it. Done. If it's not, Purple Disco Machine. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like the music that they play at the end of summer camps with like the slideshow. <laughs> <laughs> it's very like wholesome. And okay. like. You got to yeah. show us. That's after. our podcast. Yeah. You That's show perfect. Us yeah. Uh, John, thanks for stopping Thank by. You, John. I think thanks this is a me. smooth, solid, quick hour 54 <laughs> podcast. Thanks for joining everyone. Uh, have a great Sunday. Well, it'll be Monday Derchi. for you. Reaver Derchi. Peace. Electricity in the room tonight 
Born from fire, sparks flying from the sun. Hey, I hardly know you, can I confess? I feel your heart beating in my chest. If you come with me, tonight is gonna be the one. Cause you fail and no fear for the fight. You pull hope from defeat in the night. There's an image of you in my mind. Could be mad, but you might just be right. Just be right. 